0: Hello? Hello?
1: So what, no fucking ZD now? <laughs> Don't
0: make me laugh. Oh my god, we're doing it.
1: We're doing it, we're I'm back. I'm so
0: happy, I'm we're so happy. We're back, I'm
1: so happy, we're back for season three.
0: I missed it so much.
1: <laughs> I missed it so much. Hi everyone. Hello. Wherever oh my you god. are.
0: Yeah, we've been busy.
1: We've been busy, but you know what? We're back, and ready to start again. Refreshed.
0: <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about T V. <laughs> we just did a little bit before we hit recording. We always do
1: this too. Like We always do. We need to talk about everything. Everything.
0: Let's let's give a like it's been like two months. What have we been watching? Right. What have we been getting right. into?
1: Let's start with everything that we've been watching on the in between. Yes. So some of you follow our social media accounts. You know <laughs> we've been watching Gen Q. You know we've been watching Abbott. I um
0: I so like <laughs> so when i had surgery it was the week it was literally Chris, the day after christmas and a week later tony came and visited for new year's and one of the days tony was uh-huh. here we literally just watched the entire first season of abbott in one sitting oh my god I love and that. it's 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 i haven't watched the second season yet i'm gonna probably binge watch it today because we were just talking about it and i just it's, it's perfect. the perfect show
1: it's It's literally perfect in every way, shape, and form. I would bend over backwards for any of these characters. I
0: would literally kill for any of them. It took me a while to watch it because I was was nervous that it wasn't going to live up to the hype. I had seen so much about it online and just people loving it so, so much that I really was just like, oh God, it's not going to work for me.
1: You're like, what if I watch it and it's not that funny? Or like...
0: Because that's happened to me before with other shows, like Shits Creek. Ooh,
1: I still haven't watched that. Does not work for me. It.
0: I've tried so many times, I just don't like it. It took me so long to get into Parks and mm. Rec.
1: I liked it, but I haven't rewatched it. I only watched it once, and then I was like, okay, I've watched it. I can say that I've watched it.
0: I've watched it... I've watched it all the way through once. I've watched specific seasons a couple times. Because, like, season one is not... Easy uh-huh. to watch, um, but yeah. So I was—I thought it was going to be one of these where it's just like not going to live up to the hype, and then holy shit, it's like the best show. It literally
1: is. I—I I, I really want it to have like twenty seasons, and I really want it to like sweep at award shows from now on.
0: And I mean, so, so far, far they're doing
1: that, but like, oh god. Yeah. Um, I, I love, I love it, it so much, and I'm so glad you're watching it, and I can't wait to hear what you think of Sh- season two.
0: So what are your? I know you've been tweeting I've about been it. I've been
1: tweeting about it like crazy.
0: But what are your Gen Q feelings at the moment? This is your platform. Okay,
1: so we finished season two of the podcast in November, which was perfect timing because Gen Q, like, kind of happened. The most important stuff happened during the in-between, like, in-between seasons. So, like, mm-hmm. i kind of been keeping myself busy with that until we came back with the podcast for this season. But the thing that's crazy is tell me how God was looking out for me. And God is most definitely a lesbian woman because (laughs) the first two episodes of Gen Q were all about Bette and Tina and their reunion. And then both actresses took like a five episode break that lasted pretty much all of December. Really? And guess where I was in December? Argentina, where I literally could not watch it. So I was like, holy shit. And then I came back. And of course, the next <laughs> episodes all had Bett and Tina in them. So I was like, okay, perfect. Fucking perfect. I missed nothing. I was gone in Argentina. couldn't watch any of the episodes. When I came back, Bett and Tina were back too. It was like, oh, she's taking a break. We're taking a break. Like, it's all going to be fine. Um, Gen Q, here's the thing. I kind of hinted at this last season when we were talking about just hot topics here and there.
0: But... Mm -hmm. Is it the original showrunner?
1: No, it's not. And Mm. that's the thing. The original showrunner is a executive producer and so is Jennifer Beals, who's one half of Bet and Tina, of course. She plays Bet, But um, I think the only reason that this storyline ended tied up in a bow... And it wasn't even a perfect bow, it was a sloppy ass bow that everybody hates. Like it's just it did not end correctly. It hardly started correctly. But um, I think the only reason it ended up where it did and that this character got closure was because Jennifer Beals was so committed to the promises that she's made to her fans and like all the different times in different interviews she's literally said, For bet, there's only Tina. Like Tina is the love of Bet's life. There's no other person on this planet who is right for Bet other than Tina. That's that's just it. Like, when the actress starts saying shit like that, yeah. you know that anybody who ships anything other than this relationship is delusional. Like, the actresses who play these characters are actively saying, in every interview they give, like, there is no other option. Like, they need to end up together. They are each other's soulmates. But in in the very first season of this show, when it first came out and people found out, A, the showrunner made it so that Bette and Tina got a divorce between
0: the original show and now. Yes.
1: And we're like, how the fuck did that happen? Did, they, they, did they
0: end the original series together?
1: Yeah, they did. And they ended up saying that they were going to adopt another kid and then get married when they moved to New York. Like, Bette already did all of the work that we're seeing her do in Gen Q in the original series, which is why mm. the fans are just like... This showrunner either didn't watch the original, definitely didn't watch the original, or watched the original and hated Bette and Tina, and now
0: she's like... You know what? I have similar issues with, uh, and Just Like That. Mm. I see a parallel here where, specifically from, so the Sex in the City movie, which I love.
1: I love it too, and I love, and the, I I love in, the second one too.
0: I don't know no about, I don't know about all that.
1: Don't, don't, don't at me, don't I at me. I love
0: the original, the first Sex in the City movie because it feels just like an, ep- like a season of TV. And this is not a new thought like this. People have said this about the the movie for so long. But like the whole crux of honestly, the whole drama that happens in the movie is because of Miranda and Steve. Right. Because Steve cheats. They break up. Miranda says to Big, you're crazy. for You guys are crazy for getting married. He doesn't marry Carrie because he's a douchebag and lets that get to his head. And then the rest of the movie happens. We see Miranda and Steve do all the work on their relationship. The we're not they talk about everything. We're not having sex. We're unhappy. Brooklyn did this to us. Uh, we have a kid now. This things change. Our, like we got too settled. Yes. Like we're so then when we couple, see couple, blah, blah, blah. them pick up and then just like that, it's like well we did all of this heavy lifting already. Why are we? ignoring that and like yeah time passed in between it was like what 14 years or something like that but it's like yeah this they've already had these epiphanies and these like
1: huge conversations yeah so it feels stupid to revisit
0: them in this way and what what when did the l word end
1: 2009 so
0: it's around the same timeline
1: yeah Uh, it literally is I mean the biggest issue that I have like okay if you're going to make if you're going to make them get a divorce make it about something at least different than the reasons they used exactly. to fight in the original series like they're almost 60 years old these people are reaching self actualization they're not having grand epiphanies at the fucking ripe ripe ages of like 58 and, and 59 I feel the
0: same way about Miranda if you're going to make Miranda gay you need to give me a better reason then yeah this. you need to
1: like give us the fucking backstory Was she gave this whole time and she was in the closet and show us some flashbacks show it go t- make her go to therapy like and it's also like, i'm all for i'm all for a chaotic storyline like i understand and a chaotic that the coming, coming out, out is like later yeah, like chaotic coming out. out is very real and i love that aspect of it where it do- it's not linear it's not perfect she did fuck up when she came out and like hurt her she did not nail the landing but i think the reasons that we were given and the Conversations that were had around it were lackluster. Exactly, they were insufficient. Insufficient. It
0: didn't feel genuine to the character.
1: Exactly. That's the exact.
0: And it didn't way feel like. It. Yep. Yeah. It just feels. It felt And I'm speaking for just and just like that because I don't have any relationship with L Word or Gen Q. Eventually, I'm gonna watch the L Word and we're gonna do it on the show, obviously.
1: Right.
0: But like, yeah, for for Miranda, it feels just really disingenuine to have this kind of out-of-nowhere epiphany and affair, considering the bulk of the last time we saw her, her storyline was about an affair with that her husband had. Exactly. And not even just an affair, just a one-night stand. And she couldn't <sighs> even forgive that. So it's like, you're having a literal affair.
1: I, and you're and, expecting
0: all this grace. I don't know. I have issues with it just like that. I cannot fucking wait for the second season.
1: I can't wait for the second season. Like, the pictures I have of with Carrie it, and but... Aiden... Oh, oh my god, stop. We can't get there yet. Let me finish my... Let me put a cap on my theories about Gen Q, and then we'll move on to that. Okay, wait. So, anyway, the fans on Twitter are, like, livid, myself included, (laughs) that some of the conversations that we're seeing between Bette and Tina are, like, super short. And we're we're not getting any of the in-between. Like, we're getting these stupid-ass scenes. We got a whole-ass musical episode. They did a musical
0: episode?
1: Yes. And they're doing... (laughs) They're doing a ton of stunt casting. They had G-Flip and Chrishell from Selling Sunset I saw on that the clip. On the, uh, they had Kalani. They had Fletcher. Like, okay, we get it. Kalani, I mean, like. I, no, I like all of them, but I'm just saying, like, it's stunt casting at its finest. They're bringing back characters who died in the original series as ghosts. Like, you know oh when a show my starts doing God. that. Yeah,
0: Graze is doing that now. Grace is doing that. Well, and Graze it's has like, been honey, doing that since, like, wrap season it up. eight. So <laughs>
1: It's like, wrap it up, honey. I, but,
0: the G-Flip and Chrishell of it all...
1: They're so hot. They're
0: so hot, but I saw that clip and I was like, I don't, I don't even watch this, and this feels insane.
1: It was just <laughs> a crazy, crazy time, and like Bette tells Tina, oh, I reunited with my mom, who, by the way, she spends the entire first like three seasons of the original talking about her abandonment issues and how her mom left her, and all she had was her dad and her and her half sister Kit, and it just feels very. Just like unsatisfying that we know this huge piece of history for this character, and then they just use a throwaway line to explain how she did all of this work and growth. They do a time flash forward. There's like a time jump. Like I
0: hate that
1: between when Beth and Tina have this huge fight, and Tina's like, "Are you still loving me? Yes or no?" And Beth's like, "Yes." And Tina's like, that's not how you fucking love someone. You suck at it and leaves. And then it says, one year later. And they meet up with each other. And then they have this heart-to-heart. And Tina's like, so tell me everything. And she's like, well, I found my mom. And I went to the silent retreat. And I thought about who did it, who taught me how to love. And it was my mom. And then I found her. And then she was like, I, like, I told her the whole story about us. And I told her about Angie. And then Tina's like, wow, you've really grown. And then obviously they make out and they have <laughs> sex. But like, I... We should have seen those fucking scenes of Bette at the fucking silent retreat and Bette talking to her mom and getting that closure. Like, that's the most important thing we could have ever seen. But no, instead, we got a total of three fucking episodes with these two characters who are, like, literally the center of the show and the only yeah. reason most people watch. The ratings took a huge dip every time they were not in an episode. The ratings were, like, 3.5, 2.9. Yeah, I mean, they're, like, the,
0: they're the conflict,
1: Everybody is watching for these two characters, and they know that. So, tell me why they were only in three episodes. And part of me is like, I think that the actresses are so annoyed with the showrunner that they were like,
0: "Let's just we need we this need to tied be done up with
1: in a, Yeah, they're like, "We need this tied up in a bow. We don't care how it happens, but they need to end up together and figure it the fuck out in three episodes because I'm, I can't do this anymore." I think that's what happened. Genuinely, I think that's what. happened.
0: I mean, that would make sense. I just, yeah, I would. I can understand the frustration. I mean, I just see your, <laughs> I see your tweets, and <laughs> so I get where you're coming from, and I see the timeline, and it feels like the consensus is definitely that. Yeah. But it, yeah, that feels very weird, to, especially given they're they're the the main part of the show. Literally, they're the one who all the marketing is about.
1: Literally. They're marketing them across every social media platform and then giving us scraps. Like, bitch, you know that's the main draw to this fucking show. You're the only reason we're watching this shitty show is to see these two characters finally end up together, which they did. But guess how much airtime they got on the episode that was supposed to be centered around their own wedding. Out of one hour, guess how much time they got on screen. Well,
0: I know the vague answer because I see you talking about it all the time. Isn't it it's like literally, fifteen minutes or something like that? Literally,
1: literally, it's like literally, like somebody actually compiled every single moment that one of them or both of them is on the screen, and it came out to like thirteen minutes or like fifteen minutes out of an hour. I can't. We have to move on because I'm going to get completely derailed.
0: But yeah, I understand. I, it's so I bad. your frustration seems valid as far as I know.
1: I have a bad feeling that they're going to get renewed. And if they do, I don't know if I'm gonna watch. I really don't. I can't imagine like,
0: they're gonna get renewed.
1: I think they are because they left off so many of these storylines on a major cliffhanger and there are a lot of powerful people involved in the production of the show at Showtime. Like Jennifer Beals is an executive producer, Eileen is an executive producer, Leisha is a director for at least one of the episodes this season, Kate was a director for one of the season for one of the episodes this season, like all of the main cast is, like, heavily involved. So I think that if there were going to be a fourth season, they would have something to do well, you with have to watch that happen. It. I, I might have they're
0: to. They're going to. Don't play games, okay. bitch.
1: Don't. Okay. I Honestly, though, but if Bett and Tina aren't on it, why am I even watching? Well, they're probably
0: going to be on it.
1: I don't know. She, Jennifer Beals said that she wanted to take a step back so she can make room for other stories is what she said Whoa. but uh, not a good sign uh, not a good sign in the slightest um, um she's like i do not want to be associated she's like, with this, this anymore sucks.
0: <laughs> you guys suck
1: and and the thing is she privated her twitter and isn't accepting new follow requests and only logged she she logged on posted like a screenshot are we following of- it we are following it <laughs> I followed it on, like, day one when we no, created the I, account. I was
0: gonna... I was gonna say, you, We are
1: following it. I have the inside scoop. <laughs> Some people have been posting screenshots of them tra- requesting to follow her, and they still have not gotten approved, and it's been, like, a week.
0: Damn. Um,
1: She literally takes these social media breaks for, like, months at a time, and then pops back on and posts a selfie, and everybody freaks out. But, um... Me too, Queenie. Right now... But right now, it literally feels like she's, like, done, done. Like... I get it. She... She barely posted any promo, even though she worked tirelessly to have these two characters end up together and did all of the different promotion and all of the different interviews, saying like, "This is my top priority. My fans are so loyal. I love you guys. I would do anything for you. Like, I know how important this story is to. I promise not to fuck it up." I think she was really dissatisfied with the way the story ended and the way the yeah. episode went, and for that reason, she's like avoiding the fans.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can. I if I was in her position and so much of this fandom was centered around my character and obviously it wasn't handled in the way that it should have been i would avoid that shit too i don't want to be the center of that ire
1: i don't think she is satisfied with it and i think that's number one why she's taking such a huge step back from the show and only wanted to be in three episodes this season but number two why she's like gone MIA on social media yeah. she just doesn't want to see the comments she knows that the fans are going to be unhappy she knows us really well like she knew that we wanted bet and tina together she usually tries to comfort people who are like freaking out like sometimes she'll reply to people who are like please please like we'll do it we need bet and tina back to she'll, she one time she replied to this girl who was like i don't know if i can watch another season of this if bet and tina aren't going to end up together like why should i even watch and she replied and it's just one word and she goes patience
0: oh my god <laughs>
1: i oh i literally died
0: oh my god you people are crazy no we are fully but, um, delusional to hop over to another reboot revival yes i'm so excited for In just like that season two the the
1: have you seen the video no i haven't i haven't the...
0: seen video i've just seen the 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 pictures
1: I didn't retweet it because I was like, I don't know if Trevor's going to want to see this. I'm trying to be respectful. Oh, yeah. I did fair. retweet some. I did retweet some of the pictures.
0: Yeah, I saw the but... pictures and I'm like, I'm so fucking excited. I love.
1: So it turns out the the pictures are actually screenshots from a video uh, that somebody
0: took.
1: I... Oh, my God. Aiden is my, is my man. Aiden is our man. That's, that's our the hubby. Man. That's our. That's our boyfriend. Aiden
0: is so Luke coded.
1: Aiden is so Luke and Dean coded.
0: Yeah.
1: <sighs> He's like the perfect boyfriend slash kind of gritty and like kind of rough around the edges, but still so like annoying. But also like perfect. He's
0: annoying in a way where I'm like, I believe it. Yeah. Like, I want, I still, I want the best for him.
1: Aiden forcing Carrie to quit smoking is very much Luke being obsessed with health and trying to stop Lorelai from consuming too much caffeine.
0: 100%.
1: But Aiden making that chair for Carrie is very Dean restoring that car for Rory for her 16th birthday coded. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh my God, stop. I love it. Okay.
0: We need. Is there anything else that you've watched that you want to talk about? Any movies or anything like that?
1: I'm not going to talk about movies. We do need to talk about Love is Blind really quickly. (laughs) Which I've
0: never watched. What the fuck? I've never watched an episode. I told you to watch it. Never watched an episode. Oh,
1: God. Okay, season three of Love is Blind. I'll just quickly say this. There's this girl on season three who looks exactly like Annabella Ciora, which is the actress who plays Gloria on The Sopranos. (laughs) Now tell me why I'm kind of obsessed with this girl she's from hot. this reality show. Because she looks just like this. That's hot why you from answered your own
0: question. <laughs> okay. What's her name?
1: Her name is Znab. Okay. G A N A B.
0: Oh yeah. Oh my god.
1: Oh my god. Looks exactly like her, right? Yeah, she's hot. Um We also need to quickly talk about I'm scrolling through. Dead to Me, ended.
0: Yes. Um,
1: I d- still have not
0: watched it. I haven't watched that show,
1: my friend. You are missing out on some I know. critical pieces of television. I know I'm gonna critical. love it.
0: It's like I just have a hard. Christina time. Christina
1: Applegate is so good in it. She
0: is, and my girl Linda Cardellini, I who I love. Linda, I just we we love like, Linda. I mean, I didn't watch Abbott until the whole season was done.
1: I know. I, look, I'm not I'm not one of those people who's going to force you to watch it because I hate when people do that to me. But there are a lot I'm of things saying... that I'm
0: missing out on that I know I would love, Just, but I'm yeah. just being a baby about.
1: Okay, well, you'll get there. Yeah. I believe I it.
0: think I'm going to watch Abbott. I'm going to watch the second season because okay. I'm very excited for it. Okay. Uh, I need to start. I'm two episodes. Well, The Last of Us premiered, and I want to watch that. Okay. But the third episode premieres tonight, so I might try and watch the first two before that comes out. Because it seems just it seems like just so fucking good.
1: Oh, oh my god! Wait, how could I fucking forget this? We need to talk about White Lotus really quick. I already know you haven't watched. it. I'm sorry. Fine, I'll just talk about it. I'm talking to the people who are listening at this point.
0: I know what happens.
1: Okay, I I just want to say, I
0: I don't worry about spoiling me. Is what I'm saying. No,
1: don't worry. No, I know you don't. I don't give a a fuck about spoilers. I know, I know, I know. Um, I just want to say that I want Jennifer Coolidge to continue being casted in anything and everything possible. And for those of you who are calling this Jennifer Coolidge's comeback, she, she never left. To come back from? She never left. You bitches are just fake. That's okay. We, some of us, have fucking been in her corner, supporting her since the good old days of fucking American show. Pie. Okay, we we took that in different directions, but, but still. I, but still, Stifler's mom never had anything to come back from. She's always been there. She's always she's always, she's been, always been that girl. That's
0: an interesting fucking. conversation too. So like,
1: Cinderella story. Oh Hello, my God. She's so you bitches are just so man. fake. You bitches are just so fucking fake for saying that she. Oh, this is a renaissance. This is her comeback. Blah blah blah. Bitch, she's been around and she's staying the fuck that's around. That's one
0: thing that's been interesting. So like, I love TV. It's probably like one uh, if not my first love. Come, it's close to it. But, like, I am, like, always obviously big into movies, too. I, and I mm-hmm. really love, like, um, we talk about it a lot on the podcast, like, the awards aspect of TV and movies.
1: And we haven't even talked about some of the shit that went down on the awards so far. Yes. But go ahead.
0: So, like, I love the politics of award shows. Me, too. And it's always been something I've really been interested in. And, like how the campaigning works how campaigns get started all this stuff and one thing that's and especially the oscars like i was on mm-hmm. oscars message boards in high school i the oscars have been really interesting this year because it's been a lot of comebacks quote unquote like brendan fraser people are talking about his comeback uh michelle yo um there's probably more that i'm not like thinking of but those are the two big ones that people are mm-hmm. like these people they're making their comeback and it's like well they've never not been working like, Brendan Fraser has been working consistently since the mid 90s.
1: Y'all just haven't been paying attention you just, because yeah, he's just. You stop. You stop watching and you stop paying attention. And then when everybody talks about something again, that's when you come back. No. See, and this is why I hate when people recommend a million things to me. It's like, no, bitch, I'm going to watch a fucking 20 year old show that nobody <laughs> is talking about and make all of you start talking about it on TikTok. And, like, and I'll that say. That is my vibe. The
0: only true comeback that I can agree with for this year is uh, Kei Hu Kwan, I think you, is how you pronounce his name, who played... Uh-huh. He was short round in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Zoom, Doom. Yes. And now in, he's getting all these awards for playing Waymond in Everything Everywhere All at Once. He's, like, actually had a comeback.
1: And it's deserved. It's
0: deserved. He's also, like... He left Hollywood for so long because there, of the... Inoppo- like, there weren't opportunities for him as an Asian man in media. Like, he didn't work from 2002 to
1: 2001. I mean, and okay, I will give people this. Jennifer Coolidge did say in an interview recently that there was a little bit of a lull where she wasn't getting casted, but it's not her fault. She did not take a break. Yeah, It's because opportunities were not extended to her in that short little time until Ariana Grande, like, did an impression of her on Jimmy Fallon's show. And then she contacted her and was like, hey, like... I thought the impression was really good. And then Ariana was like, you know what? You should be in my music video. And boom, that's yeah. when people started paying attention again.
0: And like, we're like, K. Hugh Kwan, he like genuinely didn't work for 20 years. And then he, in the, I think it was like the Vanity Fair actors on actors Roundtable. He was talking and he was like, oh, I didn't, um, I didn't work for so long. And then I saw crazy rich Asians and I it inspired me to start acting again because it saw a It, it showed me that there were opportunities now. And yes. then he was able to oh. get these, like, he get, he was able to get everything everywhere all at once. He was,
1: like, so grateful for that chance. Yeah,
0: and now he's obviously, like, he's won, like, I don't even know how many awards now for mm-hmm. this performance, understandably. And, like, he's nominated for a fucking Oscar. Like, it's... Oh, my God. And he's probably gonna win. <laughs> he deserves to win.
1: I want him to. He's
0: my pick, and I, I'm, I'm really excited for his act. This is an actual comeback. It's not like Michelle Yeoh has never stopped working. Yeah, Brendan Fraser has been too. working. They yeah. just weren't getting the respect they deserved for whatever reason it may be.
1: Because they're getting older. They're getting older, and is.
0: they're. Like, Brendan Fraser doesn't look how he did when he made The Mummy. And he also got, like, blacklisted for so long because he spoke out against the president of the, I think it was, like, the HFPA or whatever, Hollywood Foreign Press Association, like, the Golden Globes people, Mm -hmm. because he was, like, allegedly sexually assaulted. So he got, like, blacklisted for a long time and, like, all this crazy shit there. And, like, Mm -hmm. obviously just, like, the misogyny and racism Michelle Yeoh's experience. But, yeah, it's it's the the dialogue around the awards have been really interesting and like fun to interact with because i just love that shit yeah but it's like the the comeback storyline is infuriating to me and they always it always happens like every two every two years someone writes an article about julia roberts comeback
1: Uh, i'm gonna punch and it's like
0: there's been no comeback she's been she's just been here
1: she does like literally one movie a year. Yeah, almost. she's
0: never gone anywhere. She just like she's not doesn't gone need anywhere as much. Right. Same thing with like Jennifer Aniston. It's like she's very Jen. She's Jen, selective works, on now. Yeah, Jen pa- works on passion.
1: Yeah, Jen works on passion projects. She works she on should. what the fuck she wants to work on, which she should. I support her hundred percent.
0: But yeah, so that's just that's um, my, my that's my little annoyance.
1: Okay, everybody, we need to tell you something. Usually this conversation happens before we even hit record. And so y'all, if We're you We're not complain, doing that anymore.
0: Now you're going to no, hear if,
1: it. Yeah, and and now if you complain about the length of these episodes, I don't know what to tell you. Just put it on two times the speed and listen to it more quickly. <laughs> we are going to start hitting record as soon as we turn our mics on yes. because y'all are missing out
0: on some of the juiciest part of yeah, our we have, like, I just like, I just like to chit-chat.
1: I like to chit-chat, too. This is a chit-chat <laughs> podcast. If you this don't like it, huge, get your own fucking this podcast. This is a
0: chit-chat podcast. Um, and like, I just, yeah. I, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for all the... Like, Abbott has been sweeping the awards. Under, like, rightfully so, too. And it's been so happy. This award season has had a lot of weird shit going on. But it's also had so much, like, well-deserved wins. And well-deserved love being sent the right way. And it's just been very exciting.
1: This has been such a joyful award season. I have never been more proud to be a cable subscriber. <laughs> I I have been watching, and I went out to dinner with an old boss of mine on the night that the Golden Globes happened, yeah. and I was so annoyed with myself. I was like, how could I have forgotten that they were tonight? I was able to watch, like, half of it, and then I... Re- clicked record, and I told Bernie, oh, I'm going to record it, but I need you to watch it and text me if <laughs> Abbott wins an award. <laughs> so, like, I was like, if Abbott wins any awards or Cheryl wins or Quinta wins, you need to text me ASAP.
0: So you I'm like, at dinner. Terror. I I
1: And I kept checking my phone, and she was like, I'm not watching it for that. Like, you can just record it. Like, I'm not going to fucking watch it. I didn't even want to watch it. I'm like, just shut up, and you're watching it. She watched the entire thing, and then my phone fucking blew up up when they won she was like oh my god they won oh my god they're going up to the stage oh my god you're not gonna believe like it was so funny when cheryl it was so cute and cheryl cheryl's speech was like let this be a sign that god and then janelle's like hi mom and like
0: i fucking (laughs) love every speech she gives
1: and somebody on Twitter was like, "They're not even acting at this point. They literally are their characters." Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, fucking I fucking love. love it. I love this cast so much.
1: I would die for them. Uh,
0: but yeah, it's just it. This th- Abbott is filling that that Abbott has a feels a void very similar to uh, Gilmore Girls for me.
1: I think so too. And it's on just that same, makes note, me happy. It makes me very happy. Even when it's, it makes me,
0: like, stressful or annoying or whatever, which, like, get, Abbott hasn't gotten there for me yet. No. It's just, like, it's just, like, a joy to watch.
1: It's a joy to watch, and it's so genuinely funny. Like, yeah. Like, there are laugh-out-loud moments. It's not, like, a little, like, <laughs> oh.
0: Or, like, oh, no, that no, was it's supposed like, to be funny. It's, like, I'm like fucking... Like, belly laughing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like,
1: belly laughing. Okay. We need to get into... We, we need to get into Let's Gilmore get Girls. into... Okay, 30-minute mark. We need to jump yes. in. All right, guys. So we are watching the pilot episode of Gilmore Girls season three. Is Gilmore Girls? So we hope you're excited about it.
0: Baby, this shit is so good.
1: We made our list of episodes, and we are so excited to jump in. And honestly,
0: (laughs) oh, we only had one overlap,
1: (laughs) which is which is really impressive
0: because we usually have one or two.
1: We usually have two, and then we're like, okay,
0: we'll fix, we'll work it out. But this it was like no overlap. Other than one, and I was already on the fence about it, but I was like, I want to talk. Wait,
1: to I it. was on the fence about that one too. Yeah. Okay. But we'll I'm glad we. That. I'm
0: glad we we're gonna be talking about it. But I fucking. Oh, I love. I'm so excited. But let's talk about the pilot.
1: Okay, let's jump in. Well, first off, um, before we
0: even get into the pilot, what is your like relationship with Gilmore Girls?
1: Okay. Like when did you I watch it this. as
0: it aired? Did you get into it later on? Like so on and so forth.
1: Okay. So. It all started with my stepmom, believe it or not. So my stepmom started watching, like, when it aired. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of young.
0: Yeah, because it, pr- but it like, premiered in 2000.
1: Yeah. I don't know if I was watching actively watching every episode with her, but there was a point where she started inviting me to watch it with her. And so that would be, like, one of the main things that I would do when I would go to my dad's house. Mm-hmm. Like, divorced parents, child here. I used to go back and forth between my mom and my dad's house. And when I went to my dad's house, it was the same day of the week that Gilmore Girls would would air. And my stepmom eventually at some point started inviting me to watch it with her. And that's kind of how I got into it, honestly. Like, I did start watching it at some point while it was live. We weren't watching reruns. Yeah. We weren't watching on the DVDs. Like, it was while it aired. But I also, like, missed some of the episodes. I wasn't watching it religiously, you know what I mean? Like, there were yeah. times where, like, maybe she didn't watch it that week or maybe we missed it or, like... Just stuff like that you know shit happens and back then there wasn't streaming so like i couldn't go on netflix or hulu and watch the next episode like it would, yeah. it would be like oh we missed something um and so eventually at some point i started asking for the dvd sets Christmas and I had like all of it on DVD so then I was able to go back and actually watch some of the episodes that I had missed like I pretty much missed season one yeah because of how early it it aired in 2000 so like one year for Christmas I was like I want to go back in time and find out what the fuck we missed like yeah I don't I don't know what happened in season one so I got season one on DVD and when I watched it I was like boom and that was it I was obsessed
0: I I mean season one is not my season
1: one is so good. What I just oh, like. I love uh, it.
0: Some of the like. I love season. I love all the character stuff in season one. Like I love the dynamics.
1: It's so small town USA. Yes, that's what made me be obsessed. With, is like the coziness. It makes you feel cozy. I think
0: my issue with season one is the chilting of it all.
1: Oh yeah. I haven't. That's. I don't like. Yeah.
0: I don't like seeing people be mean to Rory.
1: No, <laughs> oh, my God, really? I, I, not at the oh, not at the beginning we're gonna have at least. A we're gonna have a hard later time. on
0: i think rory's the worst character
1: she is she like totally full is.
0: stop i'm gonna like that's my that's my stance on the show in as a whole but in the beginning i don't want people to be mean to her i like her in the beginning she's a little weird she's a little annoying but like harmless as she goes grows up she becomes insufferable but like in the beginning i'm like oh, i just i want her and paris to be friends so then it's my fa- my favorite episodes are the ones where her and paris are friends
1: I, yeah, I love the, I love that they're,
0: Speaking like, of characters that should have been fucking gay.
1: Stop. Don't start with me right now. Don't start with me.
0: I'm just I saying. I can't talk
1: about this yet. I can't talk about this yet. It's too soon. We haven't even met Paris yet, and I'm going to go off on an <laughs> hour-long tangent I'm about just this. saying. She should have been. She should have been. But, so tell me about your intro to Grace, I mean, to Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I mean,
0: Grace. Um, I, my parents watched Gilmore Girls. I never did. I don't remember watch I, I don't remember it being on in the house. I had wow. no relationship with it mm. until college. Really? Yeah, I never watched it. What? Uh I didn't watch it in high school. I was watching other shit. Like it just never called out to me. Uh and then I got to college and I would see more of it. I see more people talking about it and then our friend uh Mickey was like obsessed. Mm-hmm. And they were like, You would love this show. You need to watch it. So then eventually I did and I obviously fell head over heels with it. <laughs> Binge-watched it so fast and it just yeah. it works. It works so fucking well on me. It feels yeah. like yeah, like you said just cozy small town. Everyone knows everyone. It's so fun to see them. I just also love Lorelai and Rory remind me a lot of my relationship with my mom. We're...
1: like you're like the responsible one and your mom's kind of a mess. Well,
0: not even that. It's just like the the closeness that they have is mm. so, feels so familiar even when it's a hindrance to them. You know what I mean? Like even
1: I completely understand how you feel. Like I feel the same way about my mom, but very much the dynamic is like sometimes I feel like I'm
0: I feel like the adult
1: yeah, that, exactly. Like sometimes I feel like I call my mom and I'm like, "Hey, did you do that thing we talked about two weeks ago?" And she's like, "Oh, thanks for reminding me." And it's like, I just feel <laughs> very much a Lorelai and Rory dynamic. Yeah. in those moments, not all the time, but sometimes. Not all the time, and it's but just sometimes like, I.
0: I I really like their relationship. I love Lorelai. Oh,
1: love her with all my. Heart I and soul.
0: Rory, I like her. Sometimes she gets on my nerves in the later seasons, especially. It's really once Logan is introduced, then I am all checked out on uh, Rory.
1: Like, I love Rory and Jess, but I actually think that all started around when Jess was introduced, because that's when she realizes she doesn't have to do everything her mom says, and she grows totally. like a Totally. I
0: think a lot of the- But it's not
1: Jess's fault. No, it's not Jess's I think a lot fault. of the stuff with Jess,
0: I, get, I write off as like, well, she's a teenager. When she's- Whereas with Logan, she's, she's an, an adult, adult, and she knows much. the decisions she's making. She- and like we'll talk about this episode specifically, but one example of the issue I have, the issue I don't have with her being kind of a dick when she's with Jess, is like when she goes to New York and she misses the her mom's graduation. Ugh, it's like she's a teenager. She's a t-
1: I know, but I fucking hate why well, do episode. too? But she's
0: a dumb kid. Of course, she's gonna make mistakes like this. And be that is
1: not good enough. I at that age, I would know better than to miss a huge no. See, but it's no, also she, I don't agree. I,
0: I think she didn't go into it with the intention of missing it i think she genuinely made a mistake because she did try to get back
1: i do i agree it was it a mistake, wasn't her but she never should have gone to, for, to of course begin but with. a
0: dumb mistake a kid would make of just like I, i'll have enough time i'll be able to eat, have my cake you need it too yeah she learns the lesson yeah. that that's not true so i give But it's not okay it's not okay it's... i cut her some slack though because she was a kid at that point it's like this is your first time fucking up in that way later okay. on when she's an adult and she's with Logan and she's making those same mistakes and she's being shitty I'm like no you know better now cuz you've made those mistakes already and you've learned from them so now you're she's, doing this she's
1: very like
0: you're doing this without caring yeah and I don't like that
1: she's being very careless she's being very careless
0: point. and selfish in a way that I don't find endearing and I'm down no, for a selfish all. character like I could get into it but it just doesn't work for me with her but I love Lorelai who are your who are your favorites Characters.
1: Great question. Um, We
0: didn't plan this. We didn't talk about this before.
1: We didn't talk about this at all. Um, We have to start with Lorelai. I would say she's number one for me. Absolutely. I connected with her right away. I love that she's independent. I love that she's kind of a hot mess. Yeah. I love the, like, devil may care, but also somewhat still somewhat sensitive to all of the mistakes she's made in her past like she recognizes how she fucked yeah. up as a kid but also gives herself
0: She gives herself a lot of grace. Yeah. She, because she understands she was a kid, she was going to make mistakes.
1: And she grew up into an adult that knows better even though she does make a lot of stupid ass mistakes as an adult. I think there is always a reckoning afterwards and we don't see that with Rory. As much. I
0: agree. I think Rory has gets a lot of padding.
1: Yeah. Okay. Second favorite has got to be my girl Paris. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just love her. I love her. I love I love her too fucking much. I, I mean, I'll get into it later on when we start to see Paris a little bit more why I love her so much. But yeah, Paris probably number two. Number three. I know everybody thinks I'm going to say Suki, but I actually think it's Emily.
0: I love that answer. I love Emily.
1: I love and Emily. And I hated and-
0: Emily in the beginning.
1: I think everybody did because we were made to see her through, we saw her through Lorelai's eyes and we saw a very antagonistic
0: Emily,
1: but then we get to know her and we develop our own opinions and we see scenes where she does stuff and she she does stuff that isn't influenced by Lorelai or that Lorelai has no effect on or has no visibility into. And we say, oh wow. The more we
0: see Emily's agency, the more you like her.
1: Yes, and not just agency, but also I think... Intention? I think... So I have a note about this. Okay. When, when, in the scene that we're going to see Emily in this episode. I have, a, I have a note about how I feel about that whole relationship and how we are forced to see Emily as like one thing versus another. Yeah,
0: I mean, at the beginning, she's our villain.
1: She is, but I felt like it was all so like overdone and it yeah. felt very irrational like i i mean again I, i'm gonna talk about this a little bit more but like i think that i would
0: say in this first episode richard is more antagonistic than emily
1: i just feel like we aren't lorellized so we don't know what it's like to have her childhood and parents but also like it's fine if you want to turn your back on generational wealth and like make it about that but you don't have to like excommunicate your parents and also i don't feel like they're that bad of people like yeah i see them in this episode and i'm just like okay they're this is wasps. a caring mom who's I see, yeah, exactly. Like, they have the whole, like, golden ring thing going, okay, fine. But I just see Emily and Richard, and I'm just like, this is a a mother who is heartbroken by the way her daughter has turned her back on her and is holding a grudge. And, like, there's a lot of resentment between these two characters. You can yeah. feel it immediately in episode one. The dad is just, like, this bumbling, doesn't really express... Isn't really
0: interjecting unless it's to be kind of rude. Uh-huh. Oh we'll get and we'll get there. We'll talk about it like, we'll throughout the episode. There, yeah. But yeah, I, I I love Emily. There are so many there's so many <laughs> iconic moments with Emily and she just, I would say she Some probably of my favorites. Some of my favorites She scenes. maybe has like the most growth.
1: I fucking love that bitch. And
0: Emily and Paris, I think, have the most growth throughout the whole show.
1: I think so too. And The character that has the least growth is probably Rory followed by Lane. I think Lane's growth went in the opposite direction. Yeah, we also just... Lane
0: just kind of disappears at a certain point.
1: I feel bad, though, because I don't think it's Lane, actually. I think the writers fucked her up in the season where she got knocked up and got married. I think... I hate that they did that. It was a very rude way of saying, if you end up... Yeah. ...staying in your hometown... No, it was like a rude way of saying, like... Rory versus Lane. Rory went to college and got the Ivy League education and she's doing things and she's going to work for the Obama administration. Lane is a hometown girl who likes rock and roll and went against her mom. So she's going to get knocked up and do the whole, I'm stuck in my hometown with a guy who's not that good to me. Who's not the guy and she
0: should have ended up with.
1: Not the guy she should have ended up with. It should have been Dave Rogowski. I... D- and... Dave Rogowski,
0: <laughs> sleeper hit, best guy in the show. <laughs>
1: And he was only on the show for like
0: three episodes. Three episodes.
1: <laughs> but I just felt like they turned—they tried to turn Lane into Lorelai. That's what they tried yeah, to do. Yeah, and with it that. didn't work. They tried to say like Lorelai's own daughter went above and beyond what she was ever able to accomplish with the means that were provided to her by her grandparents to yeah. do all that stuff. But Lane never got any of those opportunities, and so she ended up just like Lorelai.
0: It's so fucked up that the OC took Dave Ragowski from us,
1: because oh, that's why he I, was
0: written off. Because he got. Uh, I know. It's so yeah, fucked I know. up.
1: It is very fucked up. All right, let's jump in. Yes, let's, let's jump get into in. it. You need to tell me. Wait, oh, wait you need mine, to tell me mine, your mine, favorite mine, 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 characters. Okay.
0: In no particular order.
1: Wait, why? Because it's you hard. Do it in it's order, so hard. Okay, I'll put it in. No, order. just please it in, do it. In, I'll, order. I'll
0: do my best. I'll do my best. I think number one is Paris. Wow. I love her. I love her. Nobody makes me laugh harder nobody i think has more growth i'm like i'm so interested in her as like a uh a foil to rory you can't have rory without a paris and i think it's like rory being so fucking annoying towards the end of the show makes paris so much better
1: i love paris i love her so much because
0: she's just like she knows rory's being an idiot she exactly. feels almost and like she... the audience in those moments. Yeah,
1: no, exactly, exactly. I'm, like, voice of the audience. Yeah,
0: so I love Paris. I love her so much. Um. And then... Jess. I... Jess is your number two? I love Jess so much. What?
1: You did not just say that.
0: Much. I love Jess.
1: Jess is your number two over Lorelai Gilmore.
0: Lorelai's three, if that makes you feel better.
1: You like Jess Mariano more I than Lorelai Gilmore. I love Jess. You're so horny. I, mean... I love
0: Jess. I just... He's an, I think it's again, it's the same thing with Paris. It's like, he makes the characters, he, even when he's being a fucking dick, he makes the people around him so much more interesting.
1: And also he knows Rory. Better than anyone. Better than anybody.
0: Better than Dean ever did. Better than Logan ever will. Yeah. I, I also just like, I love the mirror of, and like, eventually we're going to talk about, um, A Year in the Life. Just, like, the mirror of Jess and Luke.
1: Oh, my God. Yes. I I <sighs> love
0: Jess. I love Jess. He's so interesting to me.
1: I love him a lot. But he makes... Number two character. Uh,
0: yeah. And then Lorelai, obviously, for all the reasons we've already said, is three. I love her. She's great. She's so interesting.
1: She She's funny. She makes Wait! We need to talk about the fact that she's funny. She's
0: so funny. She's so fucking funny. And then, like, okay. yeah, I love her.
1: I... I love her too much.
0: Yeah. I love her. That's wifey. That's, that's sh- wifey. Oh that's God. mommy.
1: That's auntie. That's... <laughs> <laughs> she is the mother okay, i never ha- had we need, a sister. I wish-
0: we need to move on we need to move on we cannot <laughs> okay. get into this <laughs> okay
1: to be honest we do need to talk about one more thing which is i can't believe that i'm watching this again after i just binge watched it last I year I know. and the fact that re-watching this show is what actually kicked off our podcast because yeah. while i was re-watching it last year by myself is what made me be like i should probably start a separate instagram for all my tv
0: and then i was posting. like let me hop on this
1: And you were like, "Um, this feels like a natural segue into the podcast we always said we wanted to have. So like, let's just do it. And I was like, you're so right. Let's do it. And it just happened so naturally. But I just want to say, if it weren't for Gilmore Girls, this podcast would have taken a little bit longer to get started. Honestly,
0: yeah. It would have still happened. It just would have been probably a long time from now. So thank you, Gilmore Girls. Um, Thank you, uh, Miss Palladino. We love you.
1: (laughs) We love you. We love you, Miss Palladino. Okay. We open on. There she goes. Now, the could needle drops are been,
0: so good in this episode.
1: There really are some great needle drops in this episode. But could we talk about how this opening was literally flawless? Flawless. Like, sets it up right away the setting of like small town America. We see the American flag. We see the small, like Stars Hollow, founded uh. in 1776. We're like, okay, we know it's New England. We know it's United States. We know that girl. Everything in the is so
0: easy. Out of we the game. We know.
1: We know where we are. We know what is going on here. We know where we are, and we love it here, and we want to go there. Like, my favorite thing is just like, I have never wanted to live in a fictional town more than I want. Same. To be in Stars I want to
0: be in Stars Hollow so <laughs> fucking bad.
1: Like some people wanted like a Hogwarts letter, but I just wanted to eat a burger at Luke's. Uh,
0: I wanted coffee at <laughs> Luke's.
1: I wanted coffee at Bitch, Luke's. I wanted to you go talk know... to Miss Patty and talk the shit. About everybody in town. Nobody
0: brews a cup of coffee like Luke. I know it. I believe it.
1: I believe it in my heart and soul.
0: Lorelai is the most ah! beautiful woman in America.
1: Lorelai is too perfect. Lauren Graham, marry me, baby. <laughs> I...
0: Luke and Lorelai are She just looks so good like, here. So all-American TV.
1: Oh, my God. So all TV. Ah, my God. They, they melt my heart. I love a brunette couple. Yeah. They're the only valid straight couple. Absolutely. Okay, we stand. so jumping right in, we stand. Jumping right in, favorite details from season one is how everything looks slightly different than the later seasons. Yeah. Like, Luke's is slightly different inside like, the counters smaller. and shelves. And the walls are like, slightly off and shit. Like, I know they have that episode that I love where they paint Luke's. Like, Lorelai yeah. comes and paints for him and, like, they almost kiss behind the counter. Ugh. That is one of my favorite Luke and Lorelai scenes. We could just do but, the whole... Um, we
0: could talk our, the whole season... About just the Luke and Lorelai scenes.
1: Oh, the Luke and Lorelai. Ah, but yeah. So he's legitimately in love with her. Like Out of the I can gate. tell just. I can tell just by looking at him, he's in love with her. And Scott looks so like skinny and young. He and, like, looks sexy so here.
0: young in this episode. He
1: looks so hot. Like his jawbone and five o'clock shadow. Like I'm a full on lesbian, and I am like, yeah, wow. No. He's making me sweat a little bit. <laughs> he looks hot here. The backwards baseball cap of it all. Uh,
0: it it works. So uh, fucking well. He's so right. hot in this first episode.
1: The way that we get to know who, the dynamic just by this conversation, too. It's please, Luke, such. Please, please, please. How many cups have you had today?
0: It's such Five good rating. It's better.
1: It's perfect. Like, we understand. He. Would do anything for her, even if he knows it's against his better judgment. Like, I'm reading way too much into this. It's just a cup of coffee. But it's but also at the same like time, it's perfect character it's writing. It's perfect character writing because we know that she relies on him so much. Just from this one conversation, like she goes to him.
0: It's also like, baby, this episode is written by fucking Amy Sherman Palladino. Okay. I'm yeah. reading into it and I know I'm right.
1: Yeah, we are right. Because this is episode one and these characters don't end up together until season four. But they set it the fuck up in episode one already.
0: It's so uh, well. It sets up so well. It's just like they're dynamic. It's so easy. Oh, I fucking I love them together.
1: Me too. So then this guy comes up to her and like, okay, he might not know who Jack Kerouac is, but he owns the Evermore Shacket. So he's <laughs> like he is dumb as a doorknob, like oh most God. men are, and like I have this theory. That's why Lorelai doesn't date that much. Like I think she needs mental stimulation. She, she needs, needs a guy who's who gonna understands go back in her. She needs somebody who understands her references and is able to have that like repartee with her. Like she needs that that back and forth that she has with Luke, and he like meets her where she's at. And I think that most guys can't do it because they're just so average and like lame boring and that's why she has no interest in this guy he might be cute he might not be cute like she just doesn't care he's boring he's He's just boring yeah he's not luke so he's not so then rory walks in and she's like in a crabby mood she looks cute she looks cute and she's like do you have any um lip balm or whatever (laughs) and so like lorelei starts taking stuff out of her purse and again we get this image of lorelei as like the teen yeah the dynamic, like Rory, looks very buttoned up, like buttoned up, and is like very, ser- very serious. Versus Lorelai is like literally pulling out pounds and pounds of makeup from her bag, and she's like,
0: "We get the RuPaul, RuPaul. name drop."
1: She's like, "RuPaul doesn't need this much makeup." <laughs> it's like, "Oh," <laughs> and she's like, "I'm sorry, I lost my Macy Gray Dean. And then Lorelai's like, "Oh, I stole it." And again. It's this perfect setup for us to see the Lorelai as Rory's foil, right? It's like, Rory is very much the adult in this situation. Oh, I need this. Oh, I need that. Oh, this went missing. And Lorelai's like, oh, Whoopsie. I have all of these, like, cupcake-flavored <laughs> lip glosses and makeup and shit. And it's like, that's the teenager who's supposed to do that. And it's like, no, it's the mom. Oh, oh, I love God.
0: them. And then she goes to get Rory some coffee. She calls Luke Officer Krepke. which made me giggle
1: (laughs) Me too. and then she sees
0: the same boy flirting with rory now
1: and and she's like and she goes over and she's like yeah you have been here before and he's like oh sorry and she rory's like are you my new daddy which (laughs) cracked me up like and he's like you don't look old enough to be a daughter and she's like that's possibly very sweet of you thanks in
0: another life (laughs)
1: like i just fucking love her so much
0: i will say about this pilot uh, it feels so much longer than it is. This is another example of just like, there's so much in it.
1: Wait, I have a note right around the same spot. Like, first of all, we need to talk about the theme song. Best theme song of all time, bar none.
0: I will, Carol okay. King and
1: Her Daughter. Unskippable. I never I skip, never skip it. it. I sing it. along every fucking I, time. Let
0: me say this. And this is, I don't want to get yelled at.
1: You are going to. I'm you, not. If you say what I think you're about no, to say. you're
0: not going to. Let me finish and then you can yell at me. All right. When I first started watching this show, I did not like the theme song. Let me fin- let me explain why. It felt like too saccharine. You know what I mean? No. Like too sweet, too like pulling at the heartstrings, too sentimental all this. Like it felt like it did it like I was like, "Oh, I like this feels like too much." And then I Oh, cuz
1: right, I get what you. And mean, then you know. I
0: actually watched the show and I was like, "Oh no, this actually fits perfect."
1: Perfect. But when I first, it does all of it that. It does all
0: of that. It feels exactly, it fits with the show so well. But when I first started watching this, I was like, oh, this is fucking annoying.
1: Like, okay, fair I was enough. like, this
0: song isn't, I'm not saying the song is bad. I was just like, this feels like disingenuous almost.
1: I get what you and mean. And then as I watched
0: it, I was like, oh my God, no, this is per- literally, this is exactly what it needs to be.
1: It's perfect once you know the characters in the show exactly. and you're like, yep, that's the vibe of the show.
0: 100%. So it fully. Excuse me. My mind totally 180'd. I was like, no, this is perfect. I was completely wrong. I'm a stan. But yeah, I at, love at, Carol at the first the first like two episodes when I was first watching it, I was like, oh my fucking God.
1: My favorite theory that I love talking about with people, like I could have this conversation a million different times, is there's never been a TV show that was a hit show that was an amazing, perfect show that didn't have an amazing theme song
0: you need the th- you need like, the, you need the hook
1: every single show that i have ever been obsessed with has a banging rocking theme song <laughs> like just perfect every single you know, one one of
0: my favorites what uh, roseanne me too I oh I, was, I knew you were gonna theme. say that
1: and i also love the will and grace theme song that is my ringtone
0: yes i love the will and grace uh S- obviously sex and the city. city yep
1: uh, the Sopranos.
0: Oh, Sopranos is maybe the best.
1: Full House.
0: Full House is also really good. Obviously, what Friends. Happened
1: to- oh, Friends. Friends is a banger. Um, There's just so many. There's so many. I can't Grey's go on Grace started on, but... out with one. Grace started out with one, but that theme song sucked. Yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> it did suck. Okay, anyway, my note literally says that I had a feeling that my I was going to have a ton of notes for this episode because... The, the scripts for this show were, like, five times longer than most one-hour TV shows. It's just shows. all so dialogue. It was, it was confirmed by pretty much everybody who's ever been on the show that the scripts were, like, literally five times longer than any other shows that they had done or had seen the scripts of because of how much they tried to fit into each episode. So, like, they're talking a mile a minute. Yeah. But that's not an exaggeration. Like, they literally had to talk a mile a minute in order to fit everything that they had And written. it also and-
0: just, like fully lends to the world that we live in with these characters where it's like everyone is so snappy and has such a perfect like
1: it's so new england it's exactly
0: it's, it's so new, this england, is new england especially to achieve, like, tri-state area
1: if you if, listen for any of our people who are listening from other places in the world or other places in the U- in the u.s who haven't been to the east coast this
0: is how if this is how they talk
1: Portrait of East Coast America, watch Gilmore Girls, and you will understand the way our society on the East Coast functions. We are moving quickly. We are talking quickly. We don't have time for niceties. We are just very much going at the speed of, like, the Energizer Bunny. That's just Especially how we are. It's not lax S- Like Coast Southern New
0: England, I'll say, where it's like, yeah. like Connecticut being so close to New York and that relationship. Yeah. So many people who live who live in Connecticut work or have worked and lived in New York. So it's like all of that gets brought over too. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's ve- yeah, it's so snappy. It's so like it's always a joke. Yeah. I love it. I love how the, I love how It's always a little bit talks. of sarcasm yeah. too.
1: like anyway. Okay. I love how they so, talk. So we jump over to um we jump over to the Stars Hollow Inn
0: and we see Fucking my boy, Michelle.
1: We see Michelle. I hate Michelle. I love
0: him. I love Michelle.
1: Uh, um, Right at this moment, we see the credits rolling across the screen. And we see Alex Bornstein. Giving we need to the talk performance of a lifetime. We need to talk about Alex. She's so, so Alex... funny. <laughs> Alex is to Amy Sherman Palladino what Sarah Paulson is to Ryan Murphy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a perfect way to put it.
1: Did you know that she actually auditionally... Like, she originally auditioned for Suki. That makes so Melissa much McCarthy sense. But Melissa McCarthy ended up getting Melissa it. Melissa they liked Alex.
0: perfect for she's Suki. She's
1: perfect for Suki. But Al- they liked Alex so much that they actually wanted to keep her on in some capacity. So they made up Drella.
0: I love that. I love. And also, she was already doing um, Family Guy at this time, too. Oh, my God. Which she's still doing, by the way.
1: <laughs> Booked and busy.
0: Like, she's, she never has to work again.
1: Okay. Lisa and Walter just posted on Instagram. Oh my god. Let's see what she says.
0: Well, Charlie I... Ralph also just posted on Twitter, but I didn't want to bring it up to distract you.
1: Why I get Justin? Oh my God.
0: We need to we can't do this right now.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> um <laughs> I love her because she's so funny. She's like, um, if you want somebody to be nice to the guests, get a harmonica player or some guy who whistles through his nose. And
0: also, like, she's so fucking funny. She's, she's so, so good funny. at mad TV.
1: Oh my god, how is she so funny? I don't know. Like,
0: She's like, I would kill to see her and Julia Louis Dreyfus in a movie together.
1: Oh my god, that would be such a good Just like
0: two fucking, I want them to play how sisters. How did you even think of my that? Mind, how did my you even the get mind, the mind of a master. How did
1: you like, even Like, we get need to
0: them that. as sisters in something together. Like, we uh, need
1: them as sisters or next door neighbors. Yeah, like
0: some sort of girls' trip, bad moms type movie where they're just like reading each other the whole time
1: right and julia is the mom who's like always trying to be put together yeah. and alex is the shit show
0: oh that would be fun
1: oh that would be so fun let's write all it. right let's write it <laughs> um michelle has his single funny line in the entire series it happens in this is it when- the only time the only time he's ever funny in the entire series he's on the phone and he's like no i'm sorry we're completely booked just please we're fully booked pick another weekend any weekend okay great <laughs> No, I'm sorry. We're completely booked.
0: <laughs> it made me laugh, too, when he was like, okay, let me check. I'll put you on hold. And then he just puts it down, sits there for two oh, I seconds. I love that. I love baby, that, Because, baby, that's yeah. me. That's I me that. doing customer service over the phone at work.
1: I don't like Michelle, but that was funny. I like Michelle. That's fine. I just don't. <laughs> I...
0: <laughs> and, Obsessed okay, with so Rory,
1: sweater. Rory comes in, love her sweater, but... Lorelei's quote could literally be a direct quote from my mom. Like, why do moms <laughs> hate it when daughters wear oversized sweaters? But then my they mom get has mad when, they, so when, they, over when they're
0: like wearing something skin tight.
1: Yeah, too. Like, okay, what do you want? Just tell me how you want me to dress. I'd wear something oversized you hate. It. i wear something skin tight you hate. Let's it. Let's pick like, a lane. Let's pick a lane, please. Um, Rory is a brat. I hate the whole thing with the French paper. Lorelai's like, <laughs> See, Michelle, I think it's you're going to proofread it. She's like, Michelle, you're going to proofread it. Michelle's like, no. Rory's like, please pay attention to the grammar. I think it's so funny. I hate it. Because she's such a brat. I I really can't. Okay. Then we finally get to meet Lane. Who I love.
0: love. One of the best, best friends on TV.
1: She is one of the best friends on TV. And
0: truly gets the shaft later on. But we love her.
1: Ugh. Um... The Woodstock 99 t-shirt has to be one of my favorite little, like, like nods. Easter eggs yeah. in this. Yeah, I loved it. My biggest claim to fame is that my mom actually attended Woodstock 99. God
0: bless her. I'm so glad she's alive.
1: I love her so much. Um, Whatever happened to hayrides? Like, Lane says that she's going to go on a hayride. I feel like we don't hear too much about hayrides I mean, you hear about days. them
0: during, like, Halloween, like, spooky hayrides and stuff like that, but not just, like, a casual September hayride.
1: Yeah, like... That's oh, weird. Hay- little hayride. Maybe it's a small town thing, Maybe. but I don't not know. Not my small town. Um, Dean. See, I don't like how Dean was introduced. I, don't I think Rory should have been saying a different sentence here because Dean over here sticks up your butt, and it made his heart flutter. Like, also, I don't get. I just hate that. Dean. I I go back and forth.
0: I just don't. I'm like, bro, you are. He's so stupid.
1: I think that what initially gets me is how like calm and easygoing he is
0: and then it fucking flips like a switch
1: it flips like a switch i don't know what happens i think he gets too wrapped up in it and he becomes obsessed and he can't let go and it becomes overbearing yeah but i felt very suffocated by dean around the same time that lore that lorelai and rory we're going back and forth about Jess. Like, yeah. when Lorelai and Rory start fighting about Jess is when I get the most annoyed with Dean.
0: Yeah, because it's also just, like, it's if, a lot of the times my issues with Dean feel like just a lack of trust. Whether it's founded or unfounded, it's still frustrating.
1: And also, I feel like Dean just wasn't, like, capable of handling everything that Rory was going through in her life at that point. Like, she's getting ready to, like, like she's really preparing for college. Yeah. She wants to like do bigger things, and like she wants to try and help Dean get there. But Dean is like resistant, and and small. T- he wants to stay. He's
0: behind. almost like hold trying to hold her back. And I'm glad that yeah. she doesn't let him.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: But yeah, I I, I, I don't love Dean. I think for, as a first boyfriend, Dean is a good example. Mm-hmm. I think it makes sense. I just find him frustrating. He's my least favorite. Or no, he's he's my second in the row in the the 3 of her i boyfriends. i think the
1: order yeah i think the order goes jess dean logan
0: yeah jess dean the devil himself and then logan for me i fucking hate <laughs> logan like no character makes me the, more the mad. devil
1: himself is tristan yeah yeah li- yeah honest to god <laughs>
0: I fucking hate Logan, and we'll get into it when he, whenever we talk about him. I but I hate Logan. Hate I don't him.
1: really want to talk about well, Logan. we're going to have really to.
0: Most of our episodes are in the fucking back half of the series somehow. <sighs>
1: we're so stupid. I don't
0: even know how that happened. I don't even love those seasons, but somehow those are the best episodes.
1: <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't. Whatever. Okay. Moving on, I love the scene of Rory in the classroom where the girls are like, oh, maybe it's a slam book. Maybe it's her diary. And it's just the assignment. And her little <laughs> smirk. <laughs> so
0: cute. She's um, just like... Like, she's not embarrassed.
1: She's not embarrassed. And that's, a, again, perfect character writing. We know who who Rory is the minute that scene ends. We know who she Rory. is. She is the kid who's actually doing the assignment when everyone else is painting her nails. One
0: thing about Rory that I always really liked in the early seasons, and this, like this episode specifically, she's not embarrassed about being, like, not cool.
1: Yeah, she is Her it. mom, she's her
0: and her mom, she thinks, her mom thinks, like, makes her feel cool. Exactly. rory's like i'm a smart kid i love school i like i want to get my french paper double checked i want to go to this cool private school i'm really serious about like the things i like i love reading and it's never because a lot she's of these never yeah by these it. characters in a lot of these shows the nerds are always kind of embarrassed by the by their interests right. and that doesn't happen with rory she's always like everyone around her makes her feel cool for being smart which exactly. is one thing I love about her and Jess.
1: I love that about Jess because like Rory finally gets to be with somebody who can meet her where she's at.
0: Where she doesn't she have feels... to
1: change anything about herself. She can talk to him about books because he has that same passion and level of interest. Yeah. Even though at school he doesn't try yeah. at all and hates school. I think it's because he's not challenged. I if think he so to Chiltern,
0: too. I 100% agree and I think... With a different... I think given his, like, circumstances of, like, his growing up, if he had someone like Lorelei who, like, was... Who was helping... Or Luke! Yeah! Or
1: Luke earlier in his life. I
0: think it would have been different. I think it is the fact that he wasn't challenged. And then you have, like, R- Rory and Dean. He's just, like... He isn't challenging her. Right. He isn't, um... Matching her. And it feels like... I think the most... Ta- the The times we see her the most kind of self-conscious about how smart she is and how much interest she has in being smart and working on this and like reading and all this stuff are in her situations with dean where she's like is it bad that i like it's it's almost like that's when she's self-conscious about being smart because he's not
1: right and she feels like she's boring him at times i think yeah it was just like not nice to do
0: not a nice feeling with your partner
1: and also like the whole thing where he picks her up at the sweet 16 and he's like, what are you doing with these guys, Rory? Like, I didn't realize like blah, blah, blah. And she's like, "Oh, well, they're just my friends or whatever the fuck. And I just, I, I don't know. That scene always stuck with me because I feel like it's this perfect example of Dean is never going to be the right fit for Rory's life. Yeah. She's Whether she wants it Dean. or
0: he wants it, it's just all, it's never going to work.
1: Right. Um, okay. Back to the episode. Something else that I want to point out. Whatever happened to Slam Books?
0: I, <laughs> I think Mean well, Girls kind of ruined that.
1: Yeah, Mean Girls was like the ultimate Slam Book reference. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like they were so much more prevalent in the early 2000s and they went away. Well, that's because we like,
0: started cyberbullying.
1: Okay, so it's the rise of the <laughs> we, internet that made it. We
0: switched over to cyberbullying.
1: Okay, okay, got it. Yep. <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> um I love Drella as a character. Me too. She's I,
0: really fucking funny. She's
1: so fucking funny. Alex I wish Bornstein we got more of her. She just
0: never could have been Suki.
1: She never could have been Suki. And I think like she's so good as a mean character. Yeah, like she remember when she's have... in Lizzie McGuire? Yeah,
0: she needs a snap to her.
1: Yeah, she needs a little snap. Where Melissa to her, McCarthy she has such works... a warmth. And I think that's why she didn't get Suki. Absolutely,
0: and I think it's a good casting decision. And I mean, fuck, (laughs) she's done really well for herself, not with Gilmore Girls, so she's fine.
1: Right, because Amy Sherman Palladino is like smitten by her. Yeah, I mean, she's been
0: in. She was in uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel,
1: Bunheads, fucking everything. She is Sarah Paulson of this universe. Can we
0: quick sidebar? Sidebar. Back to the Emmys talk and like Oscars talk that we had. don't look this up. Okay. Can you guess? Let's play a game. Okay. How many Emmys did Gilmore Girls win?
1: Twelve. Okay, one. What?
0: And that's the only one it was nominated for, as far as I know.
1: Are you shitting Yes, and I me. think it
0: was for... Oh, God, let me look really quick. One Emmy Award Um, in 2004... It it was nominated and it won Outstanding Makeup in a Series for the Festival of Living Art episode.
1: Oh, that episode is fucking good! It almost made it on my list. Well, it's amazing. That episode, episode almost but made But can you my believe
0: list. that this never won for comedy writing?
1: I'm pissed. Isn't off. that insane? I'm fucking pissed.
0: All of Amy Sherman-Palladino's Emmys have been for Marvelous Marvelous Mrs. Maisel.
1: The, the way I literally said 12 so confidently, I was like, there's no way it's less than 10. Uh, and
0: it was only nominated for one Golden Globe, and it lost. And it was Best Actress in a Television Series for Lauren Graham.
1: Who won? Tell me right now uh, who won.
0: I don't know off the top of my head. Let me look. Uh-huh. Whenever
1: I find out that one of my faves lost, it needs to be against someone that I, it needs to be- that I respect. Oh. What? Uh, Wait.
0: Where is it? Okay. Jennifer Garner and Alias. That's a doo doo win.
1: Are you fucking That's kidding me? That's a bad me?
0: win, especially because fucking Lorraine Bracco was nominated for Sopranos.
1: What? Okay, no. I, wait. We gotta move so on because I'm I'm losing my Edie temper Falco, now. Edie
0: Falco, Lauren Graham, and Lorraine Bracco were all nominated Stacked that year. Dact category. Jennifer Garner won for Alias. Stacked That's crazy. category. I. That's a bad win. Edie Falco won the next year, which is good.
1: As she should. She really deserved it. Uh, I think she was nominated for White Caps. That was one of the best episodes of Sopranos
0: of all time. Oh, bitch. When we talk about Sopranos eventually, we're talking about the White Caps.
1: (laughs) Stop. I'm going to die. I'm going to die.
0: That's one of the best episodes of TV ever.
1: Ever. Ever made. Okay. Okay. Coming back. The fact that they mentioned the inn on day one. Like the the Firefly. It's
0: it's so ingrained. Like. Good. The fact
1: that they... They mentioned the opening of the end on day one. They also showed the flirty dynamic between Luke and Lorelai on day one. Like, okay, Amy, we get it. You plan your shit.
0: So far in advance.
1: She knew they were going to end up together. She. I knew wish it. I she... could
0: plan anything as well as she does.
1: Like, oh. for real. Like, I would have my life together if that was
0: the Bitch, case. am I going to watch Bunheads?
1: Oh, please. Bun- you have to. I know. Have you not? No, I
0: have. Oh, okay. But I haven't in so long.
1: It's been a while. I miss Sutton Foster. I hope she books something soon.
0: She's literally on Broadway right now.
1: What? As what? What she's is she doing? She's fucking,
0: um, The Music Man.
1: Oh, And it's just okay. not good. <laughs> I have to tell you something. I'm out of the loop on Broadway productions these days, but I have not heard a single rumbling about The Music the man. Only, I didn't even
0: know she was in a show. The only rumblings I've heard was that it's not great, mm. and she's not great in it, which is unfortunate, and <sighs> it's produced by Scott Rudin. Who's like Ooh. a huge piece of shit?
1: Thumbs down. Yeah.
0: So it's like. uh... I'm glad I haven't
1: heard about. Yeah, it you're that. not That's missing a lot. That's probably much. why I haven't heard you're about not it. Missing a lot. I, the people in my circle know what yeah, to talk to me exactly.
0: about Yeah. Exactly. Um, All right. Wait, did I tell you? What? So for Tony's birthday, we're going down to New York to visit uh, their sister for a weekend. Okay. And we're seeing Chicago okay. with James Monsoon from RuPaul's Drag Race.
1: Oh my God! Are you so excited? I'm so
0: excited, and we're gonna see six.
1: Oh, I've heard great things about sex. Yeah, Six.
0: I've heard really good things. So we're going to do two shows in one day. It's going to be so much fun.
1: Oh, my God. I can't wait. I'm, I can't wait to hear all yeah. about it.
0: But that's just a little, little little, about my life.
1: Oh, my God. I love your life.
0: <laughs> but, okay, um, uh, Suki.
1: So she's just
0: cute. She's the best. We, we,
1: endearing. Like, we meet her. We see her making a mess in the kitchen. We immediately love her. I... We're like, I love this hot mess.
0: The workers' comp at the inn must be insane.
1: Uh, right? Like, um, and then later on in the episode, she lights um a grill. <laughs> what does she do? She, like, ruins the stove well, or she, whatever? Well, the
0: grill, she sets it on fire at one point, And then in the next scene, next time we see her, the grill has exploded. But separately oh, right. from the fire.
1: Right. Separately from the fire. She's just such a mess. She's
0: such a mess. And I feel like this is something that we kind of lose in her character later on in the show.
1: You know, I almost had a note about that, but but then I was like, no, I actually think I remember a couple of things later on. It just becomes
0: a lot less when she gets with Jackson.
1: Yeah, and same thing thing happens with Luke. I have a note about this later on that I'm going to talk about. He becomes a little softer. And we also see him less concerned with health. Like in the episode where he goes to the um, cape with Logan and Rory. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we made a reservation at a seafood restaurant, and he's like, seafood? Like, I like burgers and steak. I don't want seafood. And we're just like, Who's Luke, remember when you were like almost a vegan? Remember even in the you first episode diner? when you
0: literally say to them, "Red meat can kill you."
1: Right, like we're kind of lost. It's interesting on the whole, but it also
0: makes sense because it's like you know your first episode. This is the pilot. You have they weren't sure. You have to. Sh- they didn't have a show. You level have to yet. give them like every every single character trait in one minute. So it's, like, right. make them as clear as possible. And, I mean, they did that. It's great character work in this, in this it's episode. It's great character
1: work in this episode. I know all of the characters, like, the back of my hand by the time this
0: episode's exactly. over. I'm just You're saying, hooked. like... But it's, like, as things move on, you flesh things out, and you left leave things behind, and you can kind of right. let it all go.
1: And once you've watched it enough times, those things stand out. Yeah. Like, this This is, like, my fifth or sixth rewatch at this yeah, point. I think I've I'm watched on, like, it so many times, and I'm just like...
0: This is, I think, my fifth.
1: Yeah. So it... When you watch it that many times, like big things like that are just like, whoa, I can't, I forgot that he was like such a <laughs> health nut at first. Okay. So then we see Lane and Rory going to see Mrs. Kim after school. And I, this whole scene of like, mom, where are you? I'm by it's the so table. Funny. And she, it's so funny. Like, I love I think Mrs. Kim that, too. I love her too. And when she's like, who's that? And it's like, Rory, mom. She's like, and oh. she's like, oh. I'm like, I agree, Miss Kim. You're right for that. <laughs> Miss Kim, like, she's
0: right out of the gate.
1: Right out of the gate. Um, I just think it's a cute scene. We get more information about Lane in this scene. Like, we yeah. understand her mom is kind of strict, and she has, like, a really tight home life. Like, it's just the, the, very restrictive. Like, the and... first
0: generation stuff is really interesting with Lane, and I wish we got a yeah. lot more of it. Yep. Because it's so different from every other character we have. Right. So it really would have stood out, but what are you going to do?
1: And then we cut back to the Independence Inn and Suki is just such a chaotic mess. The choreo mess. Like she,
0: in this kitchen scene is so good.
1: It's so good. And then she hits the guy in the head with the oh, cast it's iron so, pan. It's like
0: so slapstick.
1: It's so slapstick. And sometimes I feel like the the comedy in Gilmore Girls is like almost a little bit elitist. Where like if you don't understand... like I felt this the most strongly when they get to emily and richard's house yeah and i have a note about it there but like almost in a way sort of like elitist because like if you aren't as fully ingrained in pop culture it's
0: really it's so referential
1: it's very referential and to the point that like you might laugh because of the delivery of certain lines but if you don't understand the reference you're not fully laughing yeah like you like it's just
0: it's also just like, like it's interesting to see Melissa McCarthy in this early like early I mean earlier in her career and then see what her career becomes with like all the really like big slapsticky comedy she makes like she got fucking nominated for an Oscar for Bridesmaids.
1: And I loved her in Nine Perfect Strangers though. Like I I love her serious work yeah. too. Like oh, she also had um was that movie about the bird, or maybe it's just called the bird? I don't.
0: Oh, she's. She, uh, I forget the other big like draw, like dramatic roles. It's a movie, sh- yeah,
1: and oh, it has something to do with a bird, and the bird represents. A- I don't remember. I don't remember. I just either. remember. I haven't seen it. Anyway, like her serious work is very good, but she's very much a physical comedian. Like her com her comedy is like. Very Lucille Ball, almost over the top. It's
0: really like, like very uh, funny
1: delivery with her lines. It's like readings. Three Stooges like, a lot too. Yeah, it's like goofy.
0: Yeah, I, which I um, love.
1: I love it so much. Um, but she basically Lorelai tells her that like um, Rory got into Chilton, and that's how we find out that like behind the scenes in a, in a in another conversation that we didn't get to see Rory had applied to a school other than the one she's currently going to and she apparently got in and it's a really big deal because Suki and Lorelai freak out she's like is
0: something burning and she's like my bangs this morning (laughs) (laughs) so fucking funny
1: so fucking funny and like Rory comes in and she's like oh my god am I gonna be in a Britney Spears video and it's just so funny and And she even says
0: she's like you two look happy and she's like we are, and she's like, dude, you do something slutty, and she's like, not that happy. It's just so, <laughs> it's so quick and quippy, and just like, it's yeah. Amy Sherman-Palladino is so fucking good. Yeah. At like um, conversational dialogue.
1: Yes, she is, and yeah, I just miss long ass shows with one hour episodes. Me too. I'm sick of the twenty. I'm sick of the twenty minute comedies. Like, can we get one hour shows back, please?
0: I agree. I 100% agree.
1: I want one hour shows. We need to make
0: movies shorter and TV longer.
1: Period! We
0: need one-hour episodes of television shows, and we need 90-minute movies.
1: Exactly. That's it. Who the fuck...
0: Bring back the... the 90s.
1: Bring back the 90s and early 2000s.
0: Yeah, but I agree. Also, I'm obsessed with Rory's book bag. Cute, beautiful right? Beautiful leather.
1: I love a leather book Me bag. Me too.
0: It's so... It's also... Well, uh, later... Uh, or later in the episode... Rory looks very TikTok Y2K revival with her Doc Martens and her cute little, sh- like, black tights. Oh, my God. I and love that outfit. And the red The turtleneck. denim skirt. The the oh red short sleeve turtleneck. Like, she looks chic.
1: She looks so cute. Like, you would the, look the so good in that outfit. outfit. The way I have worn a very I know. similar outfit. Also,
0: every time I saw Lorelai, I was like, Victoria would eat in that outfit.
1: Ugh! The utmost compliment you could have ever given when,
0: later on, uh, we'll get, like, we'll talk about the scene, but when she's wearing that olive green and black, like, blazer-y, like, suit, Uh, and it's, like, got these really cool, like, um, like, cut-out shapes on it, I was like, oh, she would, Victoria would eat in that.
1: I love 2000s fashion, and I still wear some of that shit to this day.
0: It's very Fran Fine Small Town is how they dress Lorelai. Stop!
1: I was just going to say when I rewatched The Nanny Which, last again, year,
0: we will talk about one day.
1: I can't wait. Oh, this this podcast is going to go on for like 20 <laughs> seasons, I think. I hope. I hope so, too. Um, When I rewatched um, The Nanny last year, Ugh. I literally bought myself a pair of black tights and a denim skirt because I was just like, it's, it's... I would eat in every single one of these episodes. Yes. And I bought myself like three different pieces of vintage Todd Oldham. Ugh.
0: Yeah. Because I just love him. You would look you would look so good in any of the Fran Fine outfits. You would eat down every time. And same thing with Lorelei. Uh, my I mom's agree.
1: I love them. <laughs> okay. Um Michelle is so annoyingly obstinate. Yeah, I love it. I don't get why Lorelei and Suki want to be friends with him. Like I love the episodes where the other guy comes when the inn catches on fire. Oh and yeah. He's like and Michelle's like scared for his life, and he's like super jealous. I and think he they like nice it. I think
0: they like Michelle because, yeah, he's they a, annoy he, him. He's like a douchebag and he's a brat, but he's also like French.
1: Ugh, I I don't like French. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> like me either. But it's also like later on. Like, Lorelai doesn't give him an inch. When he gives her an attitude, she gives it right back, and she's like, I'm your boss, so you're gonna do it no matter what. And he caves, so I think that's why. Because she's like, it's just all uh, face value.
1: He just annoys me so much. I don't, like, mean people like that. Like, what is wrong with you?
0: I like it. As a bitch, I like it.
1: I mean, <laughs> listen, and I love a bitch as next as the next bitch, but like he's just a, on another level sometimes. Like I don't get why it's he's. It's literally in a because bad mood.
0: he's French. Like I'm not saying it to be shady or funny. Like he's French. <laughs> Ugh.
1: Like, anyway, her house looks slightly different too. Just for the few. It looks a little. It
0: looks just different enough.
1: Yeah, like it's not so out of like it's not so weird. But I think it's also because house...
0: we know it so well.
1: Yeah, we're just like, oh, that's not where the fireplace is. And that's not yeah. what the fireplace looks like. And that's and, always how
0: things go, like, in the beginning. And what is that
1: shelf doing there? Um, Lorelai's just so funny on the phone with this person from the school, this administrator <laughs> from the school. She's like, that doesn't give me much time to pull a bank job. And she's like, <laughs> and it's like,
0: no, a bank job is a, it's a bank heist it was, or whatever. It was a
1: joke. She's like, it, anyway. Some I'm- of the
0: funniest <laughs> moments are when her jokes don't land to the people she's talking to.
1: Right, and it's almost like Amy's being like, this is what normal people act like when I yeah do this And in like real Again, life. as
0: someone who's pop culture obsessed, I'm sure you run into that all the time, too. Because I know yes, I do, where I'll do just too. be having a conversation, I'll make some stupid reference, and people won't get it. And I'm like, okay, well, let's move on. I'm not going to explain yeah, it. Yeah, no,
1: exactly. I'm not, I'm not explaining. It's not
0: funny the, if I the, explain it.
1: Right, and I'm not explaining this because, like, it's just going to take too it's long. Not, yeah, it's just like, not worth it. Yeah. Um, but God, it's so funny to like see that represented on a show. Yeah,
0: it's nice. and Instead, it's,
1: Like it's like a commentary of like...
0: Being chronically this is online. A char-
1: yes, this is a character who is very much entrenched in the world of like TV shows and... Yeah. And like movies and all that kind of stuff and music and pop culture and like... She's so contemporary. ...celebrity life. She's so contemporary to the point that it's ostracizing. Yeah. Like a normal person on the phone with her... Does not know what she's talking about.
0: I wish we should, like, uh, if I ever do like a proper full rewatch, I'm gonna keep a tally of as all the pop culture references she makes.
1: I've thought about that so many times. Because it's but a the lot. Is, like, yeah. I mean, some of it, you know, as I've gotten older and as I go through each rewatch, I understand more and more same,
0: of it. Same. Same. It's crazy same to me. Thing, like, that in happens this episode, to me with so many TV shows. That happens to me with friends, me too. too.
1: I, that happens to me with friends, too. But th- today, there is this one reference. That I'm sure I've caught it before, but today it just stood out to me when they leave Emily and Richard's house and she's like, okay, she's like, just let's get through this dinner and then you can pull, you can pull a Menendez. Oh my God.
0: I laughed out loud.
1: I laughed out loud too. And I was just like, wow, that's so funny. I definitely did not know what the fuck she was talking about the first few times I watched this and now I totally do. And it's so hilarious But like when you watch it in the early two thousands, you don't know the fucking Menendez case. So like that was a joke for the adults who were watching. Yeah. Kids who were watching this with their parents definitely didn't know. Oh, I never I didn't
0: I understood that when I first watched it because I mean I watched it as I was older. So I knew about the Menendez brothers and things like that. Right, but I mean like those But as a kid, you would never know.
1: Most adults wouldn't know at this point. Right.
0: But yeah, it's it's I, I love that type of shit.
1: Okay, so then Suki comes over and they're, like, talking about the fact that Lorelai does not have the money to send Rory to Chilton. Yeah. And she's like, you can have anything I own. And I was just like, oh my god, perfect she's best just friend, She's just immediately Suki. like,
0: take my car, what do you need?
1: Like, never change, I love you so much. And I just, I, I wonder if there's this fan fiction out there of somebody writing a story about how Lorelai and Suki even became friends. Like, I would pay to read that. Oh. I.
0: I want to know more
1: about their friendship. I want to know everything there is to know about their friend. Like I want like a fifty thousand word fanfic about like how they became friends. Yeah,
0: when did they meet in the timeline?
1: When did they meet? Like what were their conversations like? Ah, I would kill to read that. The
0: tiger sweater. Another thing that I noted was so cute.
1: So cute. How are there still 26 minutes it's so, left at this it's, point?
0: It feels like, you know, when we talked about Glee and it's that first episode, yes. it feels so long. Yes. I like, even the pilot for Grays didn't feel this long.
1: No, the, the pilot for Grey's did not feel this long and it was the same amount of time, it's 45 crazy. minutes. It's
0: But yeah, this is just, there's so much packed into this.
1: Okay, so this is the point when they're talking on the porch and and um, Suki suggests that she goes to her parents she doesn't say parents because she gets cut off but we know what she's talking about She knows. and this is the part that made me feel like it was very overdone like the whole I'm the rebel child who left home and got knocked up at 16 and I hate my parents and she really had no reason to hate them like it's not like they kicked her out of the house for getting knocked up in fact they actually wanted to provide for her in that situation and it, it rubbed her so so incorrectly that she was like no, I'm done forever and, like, left home. I think it's and- also,
0: like, they were expecting her and Chris to get married and all this shit. Right. So she was just yeah. like, well, I'm not doing that. Yeah. C- I can't do that. So I get, right. like, she was like, it's me or, like, it's me or them and I've got to look out for me.
1: I love the flashback episode where we where we yes. see Chris and Lorelai talking about how they want to, like, run away and sleep on a bench together. I love that episode so I much. I love and that, the
0: flashback episodes, and I usually hate flashback episodes of shows. I usually
1: do too, but that one is so good in particular. I I used to rewatch that scene over and over again. Like when I would watch the DVDs, I would watch that yeah. one so many times because I just felt like it was the perfect way to show us insight into like how her mind was working at that time. Yeah, it's
0: a teen, like teenage Lorelai.
1: Yes, but even so. As I've, as I've continued to rewatch the show, I find myself more sympathetic towards Richard and Emily than Lorelai. Of course, because like, side watching the, it as a teenager, you're like,
0: yeah, fuck them. And then as you become an yeah. adult, you're like, oh no, they're, they're like bad. scared.
1: And they're like, and they love her so much too. Like, it's not even like they're shitty parents or they that really they've done only anything wrong.
0: They want the best for her.
1: Literally, and Rory too. Yeah. And it just, it it's frustrating it's very frustrating to see that Lorelai maybe doesn't fully understand how good she has it
0: yeah in a way which I wish I came from money
1: right and I it's definitely part of it is definitely the generational wealth of it all like she doesn't want their help or their money until she wants their help in them yes and and <laughs> okay. as soon as she
0: shows up when she goes to them she gets it she's he the first thing that Richard says is oh you need get money the checkbook yeah, and she tries to. He knows. Like, yeah, she. He's he's not stupid. I.
1: He knows. Yeah. Richard
0: is also one of my favorite characters. I love him. Uh, he's softened so much throughout the series. Like him and Rory's oh. relationship is probably one of my favorites.
1: I love the episode where they go golf.
0: I love that episode. It just is so sweet. It feels like i don't know and
1: he's so proud of her when he's like introducing her to one of
0: my favorite scenes in the entire show i don't know remember exactly which episode it's in so i don't know if we'll talk about it explicitly is when uh christopher's parents come over to richard and and he
1: defends and he's like get
0: the fuck out of my house
1: You know which one I love? When Emily does that at the banquet dinner that Rory throws
0: and Logan's mom is such a bitch. She fucking reads her. I I just, like, I love the Richard scene because, like, Emily is always a bit snappy.
1: She's quick with it.
0: She's, like, she's- She's She's a Scorpio. She's the less reserved of the two. Yeah. So then to see Richard really snap and be like, you won't speak about my daughter like that and you sure as hell aren't going to speak about my granddaughter like that. Because, like, it, it's just, it's so nice. It's so, it it feels like he's, like, I'm fucking, like, full Papa Bear mode. Exactly. And it makes me so ha- I love that scene. I love Richard. um, He's also, like, I just love this actor. He's in The Lost Boys, which is one of my favorite movies. And he's just always so good.
1: He's so good. Ugh, my God.
0: But, um, yes. The show's so, so good. I, she goes to the- I'm,
1: like, in love. I'm in love with every character on the show. She goes
0: to the grandparents- She's asking for so, money.
1: So she decides to go visit her parents. And I have to admit, the Wrangler outside of the gorgeous house makes so much perfect sense to know that she's an outsider. Yes, I love the Wrangler. Like, Lorelai sitting on the side of her car drinking like a diner coffee out of like a paper cup. And it's like a dirty ass, <laughs> old ass Jeep Wrangler. And her parents' house is like
0: gated Immaculate. with like
1: a cast iron gate and like perfect brick Waspy. and like exposed rock new england it's wasp new england wasp it's it's connecticut at its finest and we know that we can tell that she's an outsider so they
0: have this talk and she's like oh i'm taking classes i'm stopping by yada yada and her
1: mom's like i don't know anything about your life you did not tell me that i yeah. you're a liar i don't know <laughs> anything about you
0: and then you have like eventually she does ask and they're happy to
1: and f- until they're like, we're gonna leverage this because I want back into your life. Well, well actually, it's well, Emily, Emily who and says you could that. even tell Richard, Richard is
0: surprised. Fuck.
1: Richard's like, oh, okay, well, and I I'll don't just follow your lead. Then. I
0: don't think these conditions are unfair.
1: I don't think they are either. I don't think I'm they fully, are either. I'm on Emily and Richard's side of this debate. You're asking for a care. lot of money, and it's not even just about the money, like. They're, that's their. That's her daughter's grandparents.
0: Yes, I one hundred percent agree. I think they're well within their rights to ask for that, especially given the circumstance. Like, and it's not even like that hard. I agree. I'm fully on their side, and I, I I like it. And especially as someone who had like would have dinner with his grandparents and lunch with his grandpa and all that all the time, it's like, man, it's not that bad. Sometimes grandpa. Sometimes your grandparents are really cool.
1: Grandparents are the best. I, I don't fucking get why Lorelai hates him so much. I mean, I get, I get it, it, but it annoys I me. It. I get it, but it annoys but I'm, me. But okay.
0: I think it's also like, you need her to hate them so much to really appreciate how their relationship develops.
1: Yes, Because it's such
0: good storytelling where it's like, wow, we really go from zero to 100 in how much like.
1: Like by the time she graduates college and they buy her a Prius. And they show I, up. They show They're up. Proud. They care. The, they care about their fucking grandchild. They would do anything for either of it's them. It's
0: really sweet, and it's not just they have so much not growth. just Rory,
1: but also Lorelai. Yeah, I love as it. much as she thinks that they they hate her or that they want to make her life miserable. That's not it at no. all. They care about her, and it bothers her because she's so independent. She's fiercely independent
0: to the point where it's a detriment. She forced,
1: but she forced herself into yeah, that independence. Absolutely. That's the thing. I mean, the inn that she works at is literally called the Independence Inn. They're banging it it's over not our subtle. heads. It's not subtle in the slightest. <laughs> we get it. Oh, really? You came up at the age of 16 as a maid and now you work at an inn called the Independence Inn where you lived Baby. in the back shack for about 10 years before you finally had the money to buy a house and built yourself up from nothing and then became an inn runner? Okay. Uh. Anyway, I we need to talk about one quick thing. Yes. And you're not going to like it, but you need to admit it. You just need to admit it. Dean is likable until the episode of Rory's Sweet 16.
0: Yeah, I think he he's is. cute at the he, beginning.
1: He is likable. He, he is,
0: seems very sweet. He's, he's very, sweet. like, he's, nice.
1: He expresses at least a mild interest in. Yeah, her he's interest. trying. Like, he might not be able to go toe to toe with but her, her the way he's Jess making can. effort. He meets he he makes sees an effort.
0: Rosemary's baby and he, he makes his connection to it so they can meet in the middle. And I right. appreciate And, that.
1: like, He's like, How are you enjoying Moby Dick? He knows nothing about Moby Dick. No, and Rory but he's like, goes so far as to I say. I want to talk oh. to this cute girl. Right. And he's like, So how are you enjoying Moby Dick? And her response is Moby Dick as your first Melville
0: is a big blah, cliche. Blah. She, she, all this Yeah, is a
1: big cliche. And we see and we hear the the critical word there is first. Yeah. She's smart enough to know that Melville has more books than just Moby Dick, which an average person would say, Who is the who's Who, who is wrote Melville? Moby Dick? Who who wrote Moby Dick? Or what is Melville known for? Oh, he's known for Moby Dick. But Melville actually has more books than that. Yeah. And they're much less well-known, but they're very good. But she's just like, but it's a
0: good insight into her mind, too.
1: Good insight into her mind. Even better insight into Dean, the fact that he does not have a response to no, that. he's just, he's just, like, just kind of happy nods. to listen to her. The, he does not. He's more concerned with the fact that she was reading so intensely that she missed when this guy got hit in the face with a football. Like... <laughs> He doesn't have a commentary for the book. He has a commentary on her. Yes. He just wants her. He's he interested in her. Right.
0: I... Um, yeah, he's very charming at the beginning. Uh, He's a cutie. He's tall. He's very cute. Like, who wouldn't have yeah, a crush on tall. him?
1: I know. Um. Okay, so then they go to Luke's, and they're both being bitchy. They're being like, mean. Rory has a crush on Dean, and now she doesn't want to go to Chilton, but she doesn't want to tell Lorelai that. For some reason, even though Lorelai is, like, the coolest mom in the world, in the world. I think she, she doesn't want universe. to tell Lore-
0: Lorelai that because she knows it's stupid to not go to this really great opportunity over yeah. a boy she literally met that day.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely, that's why.
0: Like, she's embarrassed. Understandably, it's embarrassing. But, like, Lorelai would understand that. And she does later on.
1: Exactly. So Luke tries to give her um, a lecture about the food and the coffee. She doesn't care. <laughs> And then Rory's being a bitch. And then Lorelei's like, I had dibs on being the bitch tonight. And Rory goes, just tonight. Oh. Ooh, the way.
0: Ooh.
1: I wanted to punch her. And then I was moment. like, don't I, ta- I so was like, big. how
0: dare you? She's nice to you.
1: I was like, don't talk to our mommy that way. <laughs> and.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: And then and then she's like, "Why don't you want to go to Hilton?" She's like, "The timing is bad." That made me laugh so it's like, hard because what like, "What
0: the fuck does that mean?" It's the beginning of the school year. What are
1: you talking about? The timing is bad.
0: <laughs> what are you, a stockbroker? Like, what does this even mean?
1: Oh my god, I got, I got the timing is bad, babe. It's September, honey. This
0: is the only. This is time the best for freaking time. Schools. And then eventually, she's so stupid. <laughs> it's so funny because I was watching this and my roommate came in and he didn't. He had never seen Gilmore Girls and he was like. Uh huh. He was like, "Why are they just throwing money and not eating their food?"
1: No, the way I couldn't believe it when she left that whole ass burger. I, w- I would, have taken that with That's me. That's what he Girl, said. He, he was like, "He's
0: like, I don't have the money," and I was like, "They don't have the money either. They're broke." And he was like, "I don't have the audacity." I was like, "Exactly. They have exactly. the audacity." That's what it
1: is. Yeah. Exactly. But it was
0: so funny because I was like, "You're right. I never would have thought of that." Because I'm just like, I've like, I'm watching them fight. But I, why would they leave the burger?
1: No, I caught that too, <laughs> and I clocked it, and I was like, "They're stupid." But um, so they're walking home, and they and then we get this shot of Lane on the back of that miserable hayride. Yeah, it's so funny. I was like, "Wait, is this hayride shot meant to show what Rory would be like if she stayed?"
0: May ooh, maybe. Also, I still don't even think she would because she's still weird. She's still an outsider.
1: But like. Going on this miserable hayride with this small town guy, with this guy that her parents are, like, trying to set her up with and, like, just doing the whole Stars Hollow thing that Lena yeah. was pretty much forced to do. And I just feel like it was purposeful. Like it I think you're right. I, be, th- like, I can
0: understand where, where you see that.
1: Like, I just don't think it was meant to just be this throwaway scene of, like, something funny. Like, it happened in a moment that was, like, really emotional. Emotional because Rory is in a really upset mood and does doesn't feel like a funny moment and therefore yeah. like the fact that this scene happens it like undercuts it yeah exactly no I agree so with I think that. it was meant to be like a serious shot of like Rory this is what your future will look like this is the opposite of your future
0: I 100 agree with you on that actually
1: Patty has a big mouth
0: I fucking love Miss Patty
1: I love who's her so your much.
0: favorite of the like side character S- Stars Hollow side characters and who's your least favorite because I have a fucking answer for least favorite.
1: My favorite one is Babette, and my least favorite is Michelle.
0: Okay. Um. Fuck, what's his Mine is... What the fuck is her? Is Miss Patty. She's my favorite.
1: Let me guess. You don't like Andrew from the bookstore? No, I don't
0: mind. Is it Kirk? I hate Kirk, but it's not Kirk. It's fucking... What? I hate Kirk. <laughs> I think he's so... He pisses me off. Is it Taylor? Yeah, I Taylor hate Dosey. Taylor.
1: Yours is Taylor.
0: I hate Taylor. uh, I don't
1: like him. I don't like him. He annoys me, but I would not say he's my least favorite. He is my
0: least favorite side character. 110 fucking percent. (laughs) I cannot stand him. He makes me so infuriated. He's fucking annoying. Where it's just like, everything he does
1: flames flames yes. on the st- yes it's
0: literally it's literally like it, 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 he's so in everyone's fucking business he is and like he
1: oh my god when they change the street names i hate him so much on that episode like i want to rip his head off on that when episode he, when he's, he's like
0: going at it with luke
1: when he goes at it with luke when he builds the candy shop when he changes the street names and lorelei's inn is now on Puss and Boyle's avenue or whatever the fuck don't get he me started. He is my Don't get
0: fucking me... enemy.
1: I think he's my number two. He's my number Taylor
0: two. Taylor is my enemy <coughs> until the day I fucking die. I he's hate not... him.
1: Hi, is your name Luke Danes by any chance? I,
0: him? oh my God. And like, <laughs> Kirk, Kirk pisses me off.
1: Kirk is funny. He's
0: just, he's funny. Yeah, he's funny, but he annoys me.
1: But he's not as bad as Taylor.
0: is doing. like an, 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 uh, an antagonist. In these people's fucking lives. Yeah. And it makes me so fucking... Like, it's like, why are you being like this?
1: Oh He's God, like the perfect you know
0: example of the worst aspects of small town.
1: Yeah. No, he literally is. He literally is. Okay. Let's move on a little bit.
0: Yes. Yes. So... <laughs> I can't keep talking about Taylor.
1: We can't keep going on about Taylor. I hate
0: him. I, I hate him. But um, um they fight. They still fight.
1: They, ha- they have their little fight. They're walking home. And she's like, I should have known it's about a guy. Like, I just should have known because after all, you're me. And it's so funny on that delivery because we know that she is, that's the opposite of what's true. Yes. She's shocked by the fact that it's yeah. about a guy. She's shocked. She didn't even, it didn't even cross her fucking mind that it could be about a when guy. When
0: she's like, oh, does he have a motorcycle? Because if you're going to throw your life away, he better have a motorcycle. I'm like, this is so I, funny.
1: How did she peg Dean to a T? But then the fact that she says that about the motorcycle and we when we first meet Christopher, he drives in on a motorcycle. Yeah. Guy. Did you realize yeah, that? And it's also, she she's goes, basically, you're gonna throw his life, she's also basically oh
0: describing Jess too.
1: And she's also basically de- describing Christopher for the first, like, three seasons of the show until he gets his life together. Oh,
0: I want to kill Christopher too. I I hate, hate him so much for the
1: burning passion of a million We're going to talk firies. about it because
0: I picked this episode. When he, which episode, ooh, when him and Luke get into the fight.
1: When Luke punches him. Oh, it's oh, a wrap. Oh oh, 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 oh. It's a wrap.
0: Mm. Fuck him up. Oh, oh. It's on site for Christopher all day, every day. How fucking. Oh, we'll talk about that episode ooh, eventually. Oh, the
1: justice. The sense of justice that I felt
0: oh, coursing through my, my body. Oh, God. I hate Christopher.
1: I hate him so much. He deserves that and more. Like, I.
0: He's a fucking. He's such a twat. I hate him. He's such a self serving little bitch.
1: There are literally people out there who thinks that she should have ended up with and him. And guess what? And they're, they're delusional. The dumbest
0: they're dumbest people who are Ill- alive right now. Nobody Period. in the world is dumber. Nobody. Ah. Oh. Okay. <sighs> Fuck Christopher. Okay. But yeah, the Fuck way Chris- she's describing Christopher, and she nails Dean. She's like, is he tall? Is he brunette? Does he have a motorcycle?
1: He looks a little dangerous. Does he have like dreamy the leather eyes? jacket of it all? And I was like, the ja- oh my
0: god. I was like, she oh. locked you.
1: And then she's like, "I'm going to sleep." But then she just immediately opens a book. Like, girl, you at least try. try. At least try. Like, you're still wearing your fucking outfit from early. Who sleeps in tights? Why you is she don't taking her you.
0: shoes off on the bed?
1: Can I say this is one of my favorite scenes of all time on this show? When she leaves and Rory puts on Macy, and then Gray. she goes
0: out and puts on and Macy, and she Gray. goes out and puts so on. So it's Macy like you Gray. both it's had the so... CD. Why did you take hers?
1: I fucking love this show. <laughs> i it's just so perfect like the teen doing it and then the mom doing it and they're in separate rooms but they're both so alike that it's yeah in some ways not it. in every way but rory sees rory falls in love with this guy or is like crushing on this guy and then Lorelai sees so much of herself that it's disgusting and It's scary to her, scary to her like, too it's scary to her she's like i can't believe it you're me and then she closes the door and and we're like, are they really alike? And then they both put on the same song, and it's like they are yeah. like, they are, it's they so totally good. are.
0: It's set up so oh, well. God.
1: And then the next day, at the end, she's like, "You're not gonna give me the mommy dearest treatment forever." And it's like, truly, truly, some of the funniest.
0: Just one offs.
1: One offs that like you're not gonna get unless you know. Yeah,
0: and this is this is the my favorite look Lorelai has in the whole episode. Me is too. this like she looks green so like blazer moment thing?
1: Oh God, ugh. Oh.
0: How, and Melissa McCarthy not I can't believe she never won an Emmy for this show. That's like she's so funny like, supporting actress in a comedy. she's so good in this especially the first couple seasons she's in it so much more.
1: she is. I love when Rory's like, why did you tell me to meet you here And Laura like, well, I thought you might want to work a little bit and get some extra spending money and she's like, okay <laughs> and then she's what, like what do you want me to do?" And she's like, actually just go she's home. like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> She's literally like, "Get the fuck out of my face, you brat!" Yeah, Hi. she's over
0: it. She's like, "Actually, she's stay broke, it. bitch."
1: I'm not trying anymore. Like, if you want to be a brat, that's fine. I'll see you later tonight. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then we get the Menendez drop. It's
0: so funny. It's such a good little like. I laughed out loud.
1: <laughs> I laughed too. Um, that was
0: also current at that time.
1: It was current at that time. It was like '90s. Um, Richard. So they go into the they go into the Gilmore residence. And for the Friday night dinner for the first one ever. And Richard says a comment that like shook me to my core. He's like, Wow, you're tall. How tall are you? And she's like five seven. He's like, Wow, that's tall. Is five seven tall? I don't I'm know. I'm five seven and I thought that was average. I don't
0: I don't know what the average height for uh, women is. So maybe I'm it's tall, tall for like high. a girl.
1: Yes, she would definitely be considered tall. The average height for a woman is five foot three. Really? Oh shit! I'm tall. I guess. Oh, oh! This is my new personality. <laughs> I'm tall. <laughs> I am tall. Oh my god! Poor Bernie. I, if anyone wants to describe me, it's now tall, please, not average. <laughs>
0: it's uh, what is it? Um. Oh, what oh is Oh my
1: god, it? Victoria! She's so tall. She's like
0: tall. what? She's statuesque. <laughs> <laughs>
1: god i can't believe i'm tall okay <laughs> that's going into my instagram bio i'm so happy right now
0: <laughs> richard gilmore thinks i'm tall
1: hello everybody it's me your tall friend
0: and then okay. immediately he's like lorelei did you know your daughter's tall and she's like oh yes we're having something done about it like she's immediately <laughs> trying to make a joke and they just like don't give her anything
1: they give her nothing like tough crowd all right and then emily's like sit down everybody and is the last to sit and again this isn't an inherently funny line or scene, so we know it was purposeful by Amy to show that Lorelai is the odd one out. She's the black sheep, even with Rory there. Rory. I mean, look in at how she's She ever did. She is the black sheep of this family, no matter what. Like, any
0: she's not this... going to be comfortable anywhere in this house.
1: <clears throat> she's not comfortable, and she does not fit in. Um,
0: they have some champagne. So they
1: have this. They have the champagne. They sit down for dinner. They start talking about random things and odd ends and then all of a sudden christopher comes up out of
0: fucking thin air
1: out of thin air richard brings him up and he's like your dad is so smart you must take after him and it's like fuck you richard that it's was so such backhanded a
0: dig and lorelei and you is... know
1: nothing about your daughter to even say that and lorelei is, is so, so... Capable. and he
0: even says he's like oh has the motel like oh the
1: motel, the so motel. i wanted to strangle him at that moment
0: he's so much oh. meaner in this first he... episode than emily is
1: He's so much meaner than Emily in this episode, but it almost seems like he's like a bumbling fool because two step, two scenes later, he like fucking falls asleep at the table. Like yeah. he doesn't seem
0: he doesn't seem malicious.
1: It's almost like he does is not blissfully unaware. Yeah, I it's do almost like, like he's when unaware he, of how hurtful. That I do was. like
0: when he hands Rory the newspaper. Me too. That well, was and funny. that's one of
1: those scenes that made me be like, oh, he's not that mean. And it's like,
0: I think his relationship with Rory is one of my favorites in the whole show. It's just. Very I sweet. love his
1: relationship with Rory. It reminds me a lot of me and my grandpa. Like, yeah. when I was younger, I, like, didn't really get to know him all that much. And the, as we've gotten older, our relationship has really blossomed. And it's so fun to know him yeah. on that level and, like, hang out with him and be able to, like, talk to him about stuff. But, like, as a kid, it was, like, even though I grew up around him and spent a lot of time with him, like, I didn't know him all that totally. well. So. Anyway, um, I... so she starts... She rushes off to the kitchen. She's like pissed off. She starts scrubbing the place. Like I just love this. I bitch. love this because
0: it's me too. Yeah, I love like, okay. this also as a first blowout between her and Emily. Yeah, because but like... we
1: see that Emily is the one who goes to bring her back to the yes. table, and this is what makes me real. Again, Amy on episode one, setting this shit up, setting this shit the fuck up. We know that Emily is not a malicious person. R- fucking Lorelai antagonizes her parents to the point that the audience believes her until we start to see them do shit independently and we're like, no, she's not that bad. They're not that bad of people. And Lorelai learns that
0: with the audience.
1: Right. I feel like we almost realize it before she does. Like, I start to get annoyed by how much she hates her parents very early. Yes. Every time I rewatch it, I'm just like, why is she being such a bitch
0: But I will say Lorelai is is totally justified in being, like, frustrated and upset about the comments Richard made
1: no no i totally agree i totally agree about that but there is a question of whether or not richard even
0: meant it that way
1: like i think he was just trying to tell rory like your your dad is a very smart person or like kind of try and give him a little justice yeah like rory doesn't it's clear that christopher is an
0: absent father yes 100 percent.
1: that's that much is obvious and I think in that moment, maybe Richard was just trying to like characterize him a little bit and make him yeah seem give him a little something because I don't when
0: is the first time we even meet Christopher?
1: It's not for like five or six episodes. He drives into Stars Hollow on the motorcycle and like he
0: he, makes he a doesn't big fuss. show up until it is episode in the first fourteen.
1: Season. What I thought it was earlier no. than that. Well, it is in the first season. Yes, though, right? first season of episode okay. fourteen. Okay, okay.
0: So it's a while okay. and like okay, which it makes sense. I mean, so but so this is good setup for him for that first. 14 episodes until we meet him. <clears throat>
1: wow. Um It's so awkward when kids realize how much their parents do for them behind the scenes. Yeah. Like I always hated finding shit out like this. Like Same. Oh wow, like they had to I don't go want to see outside the,
0: the man behind the curtain.
1: Right, like oh, she had to go outside her means to be able to afford me going to this school. Like you could tell Rory was shocked when she heard that. Like shocked To her core. And then she realized, wow, that's why she made such a fuss of us coming to dinner. And that's why she exploded at Luke's when I told her I didn't want to go anymore. Like, she's usually not a strict mom, but that must be why she's freaking out. And all those thoughts must have gone through her mind. Yeah, it all clicked. Um, Rory put two and two together. Like, it just was so obvious. Um, But I thought that the scene with Lorelai and Emily... It's difficult to explain exactly Mm -hmm. how it made me feel, but I feel like Lorelai was being petulant and Emily was being the middleman. Like, Lorelai in that moment was not mad at Emily but was taking it out on Emily because Emily was the mediator.
0: 100%.
1: I don't think Emily was at fault. I don't even think Richard was at fault. I think Lorelai is so used to antagonizing everything and every word out of her parents' mouth that she takes offense so quickly and doesn't give them a chance to make up for maybe how they treated her when she was 16 and got pregnant. Yeah. Somebody told me this one time after I... Like, somebody told me something at a point in my life where I was having a really hard time in my relationship with my mom, and it stuck with me, and it has stayed with me ever since they said that to me, because it's so true, and you don't realize it until you're older. But most parents do the best they can with what they have. percent And sometimes... Sometimes that isn't very much, like and especially some, when yeah. you have a younger parent. Yeah, absolutely. But Emily and Richard were not young, but something major, like a traumatizing event, happened that broke their parent, their broke their family apart. Yeah, and because of that, like Richard and Emily, I don't even think they even had the knowledge or know how of how to handle it, other than how they were brought what up. What year was... was
0: that happen? Because that that had to have been like 1984,
1: then. Right, like 1980 something, or maybe even late 70s. Like if Lorelai... so my mom. Sorry to out you, Mom, but my mom was born in 73. And this year she's gonna turn 50. Yeah. So if this was happening in the 90s and Lorelei.
0: So Lorelai's 30. was pregnant at 16. And she was
1: 30. Okay, wait, let's do the math here.
0: So she's 16 years apart from Rory. She's yeah. So yeah, so it would be like 84.
1: Yeah, 84. Um I think Emily and Richard were raised a certain way. And they were that's all the that... That's all the know-how they had. And they were they thinking of how good... it would
0: affect their reputation and Lorelai's.
1: Right. They wanted to do what was right for Chris and Lorelai. Remember the flashback scene where they all go to talk about the fact that Lorelai got pregnant and um, Christopher's parents are both like, w- she needs to get an abortion. Like, that's the only option. Yeah. And like... And, and and Richard's like, no, that's not the only option. Like, I can get Christopher a good job at my insurance firm. And yeah. And Lorelai can raise the baby at home. Like... We can get through this, and and Christopher's parents were just like threw up their hands and wanted nothing to fucking do with it. We, I think that is fuck the, Christopher's the, parents. Fuck Christopher and his parents. And fuck that whole family. Yeah. Fuck the Hayden family to the day I die. <laughs> you know what, Rory? You too. Fuck the Hayden family and fuck the Huntsberger family. Ugh. Now, anyway, and fuck the similarities between them too.
0: Yeah, it's scary.
1: I think Richard and Emily are actually good parents. I think
0: they genuinely wanted the best and wanted to try. Yeah. It's just sometimes it didn't... The attempt yeah. rubbed... Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't always come off the best. Right. But...
1: There are moments where I will be mad at Emily and Richard. Oh, yeah, though. of
0: course. There
1: are many moments Sarah, I will be mad at them.
0: Absolutely. They are not... But I still um, love them. Yeah, they, they mean well nine times out of ten.
1: Yeah. Okay. Listen to us going on... The fact that this is a made-up universe and we're so up in arms, I I feel like I know the Huntsberger family and the Hayden family. If I ever met a fictional person from this universe, I don't know what I would do.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. We need to move on.
1: (laughs) Okay. So they go to Luke's for a second dinner, apparently, and they order coffee and chili fries. And it's like, I'm going to be sick, but she's so me. The amount of times I've gone to the Red Arrow. Oh, my God. I
0: miss the Red Arrow so much.
1: Hi. Could I get a cup of coffee, the mac and cheese, the American Chop Suey, and French fries, please?
0: Me walking in there after working at uh, Lorraine and being like, yeah, can I have a Dynamo to go?
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. I miss. I miss a Red Arrow. Small town eating. I miss small town eating. Yeah, same. Okay. Um, and then Lorelai and Rory make up. They make up. Like, she's like, come on, just tell me about the guy already. Yeah. It's so Nick at night. And like. It's
0: cute. It's really sweet. It's very
1: cute. Perfect pilot. perfect pilot perfect perfect pilot no notes yeah
0: honestly it just like it makes it gives you the fucking full rundown of everything you need to know about these characters and sets everything and more. up so well it
1: sets everything up like fucking four seasons later yeah. we are thinking back to shit that we saw in this episode and
0: it's so weird like especially having rewatched the show so many times watching episodes that don't have paris or like right. jess or anything like that and i'm just like oh my god yeah like there it feels like something's missing sometimes Literally. But yeah, I love this <sighs> show. I'm so excited to keep talking about this show.
1: Me too. Uh, I can't wait. All right. Um, so for the next few episodes, we're going to continue doing our old trend of just alternating back and forth between our different picks. Yes. We do have one episode this season that overlaps. Yes. So it'll be an episode that we both really wanted to talk about. Um, and we also are thinking about doing a bonus episode this season, which is going to be about um, a day in the life. Yeah, because
0: I feel like it would be silly for us to talk all talk about the whole show and then not talk about how, like, essentially what is the true ending. Right. Because it's like.
1: That's canon. It's canon. That's it real. is that's canon. A, that's not, and we, if yeah, we need, to talk, it, we it's need like, to talk about it,
0: especially that it's not the best, but it's not bad either. I don't think it's as bad as a lot of people make it out to be.
1: I think everybody has different opinions about it. We're going to definitely talk about ours. That's going to yeah. be a long bonus episode. So stay tuned. Yes. Um, but yes, we're so excited to be back. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us through the hiatus. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you so much. We love you. We can't wait to keep talking about it. We hope you're as excited as us.
0: <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Oh my God. He's online. Can he see me? What the hell is she talking about? Who's this? i to Angelina, please. No, she died.